bring the ship up to broadcast deck. We're going in. Into the hideout. Our country is now in the beginning of the Great Regression. Major steps are being taken backwards because those who are afraid have hijacked the government and the media. They fear diversity, creativity, and the questioning of authority. Now, more than ever, it is time to unite in a place where you can still be yourself and the freedom of expression continues to exist. Sure. We're trying to be FCC compliant. The hideout. Something enjoyable for children. You guys are so funny and so smart. The hideout. <laughs> Enter the hideout. And be heard. Hey, how how are we doing? Please call, tell us, please. Are we doing okay? Are we doing a good job? I w- please let us know. I want to make sure we're doing all right. How would you grade us so far? <laughs> a like, big fat D. <laughs> and that's what you're gonna get for the next four hours. Hello, who are you two? What are you doing here? What what what's new? You're about eight hours early. Hi, how you doing? <laughs> Welcome into the hideout. 106.7 WJFK. Um, as you can tell, we're gonna party for the next four hours. <laughs> we're actually we're in the mood. Actually, we're uh, we're gonna make a bunch of inside references for the next four hours. Yeah, it's gonna be fun. <laughs> Hope you enjoy. Um, nonetheless, ladies and gentlemen, it is the hideout on 106.7 WJFK. It is your safe place. Uh, we are the masters of this domain for the next four hours. My name is El Jefe. That is J-Dubs Manning, the talk and roll controls. 1-800-636-1067-202-432-1067. You even want to be here? Yeah. <laughs> Been looking forward to this all weekend. Actually, last night, uh, I was hanging out with my girlfriend. She's like, make sure you put gas in your car tomorrow. I'm like, I'm not going to be leaving my house tomorrow. You have to work. Oh, yeah. God damn. It's Sunday. I was uh, I had a great uh, weekend so far. Then I realized uh, it's time to go to work. It's... It's Sunday afternoon, and um, I thought Redskin season was over. So, all right, let's uh, let's tease uh, what's going to go on. We better tell Cameron Charles Mann isn't here yet. Oh, damn it, <laughs> um, my boy Charles. We're gonna. Here's what we got coming up on the show for you this afternoon, and then we're gonna tell you who we are for those of you maybe uh, not familiar with what this with, is. With the holdover from Goss, if you guys don't know us. Right, exactly. Um, and then we will uh, we will flow from there. Again, the phone number, 800-636-1067-202-432-1067. Coming up this after... What? We can use the digital lines. The 866 yeah, numbers? I tested them. Oh, okay. All right, 866-277-4969, Then I need you to come over and switch this up. Wow, look at that. All right, so we do get to keep a little bit. Also, too, more than anything else, for those of you that are new to the show, RadioHideout.com, it is not a... Uh, uh, an ego boost. It is not somewhere where you're going to go see a bunch of pictures of us standing behind each other. What it is, is your roadmap, roadmap to your favorite Sunday afternoon show. Right. Hallelujah. It's a roadmap to a show that uh, is now on once a week. <laughs> so you want to go to RadioHideout.com, and you will get all of the information on myself, El Jefe, on J-Dubs over there, and uh, anything else. And you're going to learn a little bit about us. So um, RadioHideout.com and 866-277-4969-Dubs. All right, so coming up to, on today's show, before we go any further... Um, we will have uh, someone on from Celebrity Justice, the television show, to talk about all of the cases coming up, including Michael Jackson's uh, fiasco that he has. And I believe it starts, does the, does the case, the Michael Jackson case, does it start this week? Uh, I believe uh, they're choosing the, um, 
all their uh, jury. Jury. Okay, so week. they're going to do yeah. the jury selection and everything. But then there are more cases in the Michael Jackson that I'm interested in, including, I guess, Bill Cosby's in some sort of trouble. The R. Kelly thing is still rearing its nasty little head. And, and Paris Hilton. Uh, as well is in trouble for stealing her own sex tape. Also, because it is uh, Super Bowl time, in a sense, a week from today, uh, we won't be here. No, uh, it'll be Sporting News Radio, a special edition, all night, all day long on uh, 106.7 WJK. Yeah, I can't wait for that, and we're sorry for bumping them on this Sunday yeah, afternoon. Yeah. But uh, we will have Mark St. Amont from the thesportsrag.com on. There's a link to that on radiohideout.com. Uh, he will be on to uh, talk about the Super Bowl, what's the latest with Terrell Owens, what his situation is, and also the, uh, the world of sports. At some point, we're supposed to have the ultimate loser. In here now, uh, oh. our friend Matt Albert, oh, all right. who, who will explain to you for those of you that are new, um, fits perfectly in with this cat. His name is Bill Moss, and he is on the school board in St. Louis. Now he's running for mayor too, but he wrote in his weblog, uh, his blog, that he is considering committing suicide. Uh, because he no longer has any options. And if you read this guy's blog, and we'll read it to you a little bit. He's one of those cats who, to me, Dubs, seems like he has everything. He's he's on the school board. Sure, he has a cat that only has three legs, but whatever. At least the cat's still alive. Yeah. And Count your blessings. And he's been running for mayor. I don't see why things are so awful. But this cat will join us uh, in the hideout a little bit later on as Dubs and I uh, attempt to talk him out of suicide. Plus, we got a whole bunch more that we're going to get into. Actually, I've been calling both of the numbers he gave me, and he's not answering either one, so we might be too late. Okay, so he may have actually already killed himself. I'm well, he found out he was going to be on a Sunday show, and he said, what's there to live for anymore? <laughs> I know I thought about it this morning. Yeah. I'm co-hosting a Sunday show. It's over. I'm telling you, I was sitting in my garage, and uh, I did not want to put up the uh, the door. You were revving the engine? I did. Just <laughs> revving the engine. Uh, Hosing the window. Making it over with. Making sure all of the fumes... Uh, that's why I'm a little lightheaded. I'm not going to lie to you. I'm a little lightheaded because of Sunday's that. afternoon. Next, next thing you know, bold truth. Right after that, it's uh, it's uh, it's fun because we did this already. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's go to Raider Nation. Raider Nation, you're in the Sunday afternoon edition of the Hideout on 106.7 W. Hey, are we doing a good job? Uh, hi, how you doing? <laughs> What's going on? Um. The goddamn time you're back. Thank you. The big one, Duke. So. Um, oh wait, they replaced you. Thank you. Um, I wanna, <laughs> yeah, I I called to play. Whose week was it? No, we're not playing. Whose week was it? I'm sorry. And um, since you're on this time slot, anyways, I want to know. I have a 1984 future. All right. Can we... I know how to fix it. BG 44K. Yeah, you just get a bottle of BG 44K. Stop. He's probably still maybe listening. And can we not? Can we try to make friends here at the radio station? Well, if they try to make friends with us, no one's reaching their hands out to us. We really are. You know what's You're funny? You're not going to see them during the week. Let me tell you what happened in the hideout. All right, let's, let's get you caught up on what the backstory of the hideout was. The hideout was born uh, around the same time as the Iraq War. ironically enough on the very day in fact that we went to war and it started out as a Saturday night overnight show and we did well enough to eventually get bumped up to Saturday evenings from 7 to 11 yep well the numbers and the ratings were so uh, please uh, pleasable there so uh, did so well that we then got kicked over uh, to full-time doing 11 to 1 following the Ron Fez show 
And we did that for about nine months, I guess, J-Dubs. What, the, uh... <clears throat> the, the full-time show. Really? That long? I think it was almost nine months. May, wow. May, wasn't it? You May. started in May. Wow, we didn't even make it nine months, did we? No. We got aborted. <laughs> we were aborted in the third trimester. <laughs> so, we, um... Big mess, too. All right. <laughs> so, anyway... Wasn't that alley. Okay. <laughs> So so anyway, we uh we did really well. Legs everywhere. Okay, stop it. <laughs> so we did really really well and honestly, we had gotten the number before all of these moves happened. Yeah, they did this before the new numbers came out. They took us off the air at night. Because they flipped the station over uh, HFS, mm-hmm. and there was fallout from that. You had to bring over the junkies, you had to bring over Big Owen Dukes. Welcome to WJFK. And um, as it turns out, flipping a Spanish station cost me, El Jefe, my full-time job. Uh, just a beautiful irony in that. But then, three, four days later, we get the ratings, and the show did really well. Yeah, we had a huge spike and, from the 11 to 12 o'clock hour. And, for, and then... No, also, not 11 to 1 o'clock hour. You know, so the, which was just even more, uh, I guess, aggravating, you would say. But nonetheless, here we are. On uh, on Saturday, is it Saturday or Sunday? No, Sunday. you're not that good. <laughs> on Sunday afternoons uh, here on uh, on WJFK. Now, Dubs, how do you feel? Like, how have you been feeling over the past like couple of weeks? Not doing the Saturday, uh, the uh, the weeknight show, going home immediately after Ron and Fez. Are you enjoying the time off? Yeah, it's actually kind of like a vacation. You know, it's kind of like you know, I get to go home at eleven get to bed at a reasonable hour, and just do the Ron and Fez show, which I enjoy doing. So, I mean, it's kind of been fun. So you've been having a blast. Yeah. I, on the mean hand, uh, I'm over at El Sol. (laughs) I am over at uh, 99.1, what is it, 99.1, El Sol, Simple Fiesta. And I am over there because of the fact that I have a Latino surname. And I am sitting at El Sol, and I'm learning the uh, the new music, I'm learning a new language as part of a fantastic opportunity. Now, um, let me let me talk to you for a second. I don't know how many people out there are interested in race issues, but I would just like, I, I pride the hideout on being a place where it's diverse, where people can come into the hideout and they can learn something different about different cultures, where all of us can meld and uh, share opinions. So let me tell you a little story. So let's say in this company... We'll call it, uh, I don't know, um, Cracker Jacks. Let's say Cracker Jacks <laughs> owns four different distribution companies, okay? okay. And um, they decide one of the four distribution companies, they're going to specialize in Latino distribution, okay, of Cracker Jacks. So let's say in the company... Are you sure they aren't uh, specializing in Car Jacks if oh, they're going to... No, no crack, <laughs> you know. Cracker Jacks. So let's say you have four people in the company total who happen to have Latino surnames, all right? All janitors. No. <laughs> no, not janitors. Landscaping. But, but I mean, people who are actually working at these various places. And so what you decide to do, instead of them, or what the company does... Instead of making sure that these people know and understand the new demographic that you're going to be, you know, serving, yeah, let's grab them and let's have them immediately begin marketing and doing everything they can possible to this new Latino subculture. Does it seem 
racist to you at all. And you know me, I bring up the race card a lot yeah. because I am Latino, because I look at it from a different point of view. Does it seem in any way to you, just a, as you as a cracker, Dubs, does it seem in any way to you a little odd? Like, yeah, I mean, it's like if they open a new uh, country station, they said, all right, let's get all the white people over there. Let's get this thing rolling really nicely. And what, It'd probably work, but... Well, no, but, but my whole thing about it is, like, you grab people who you think, because they say this is going to be a fantastic opportunity. It's a fantastic opportunity, as everybody say. It's going to be a fantastic opportunity for you. Why? I don't see the uh, fantastic opportunity on board up in a Spanish station, which you don't even know the language to. Yeah, I, I, I'm sorry if I, you know, I wanted to get into this business to cross a threshold, to not be a stereotype, to maybe be a Latino who everybody could relate to, and not even really think about the fact. You know, uh, oh, I'm listening to Al Jefe, but it, it, you know, yeah, he's Mexican, but it's not a big deal that he's Mexican. You are? Yes. He's just in a fourth. I got to go. And <laughs> a fourth flag. You know what I mean? So it's one of those things where I, I wanted to do a whole thing different, but instead it's, hey, you got a fantastic opportunity, I guess, which is to learn Spanish. Now, more than anything else, I get to go over there and I, uh, I get to know the language of my people. But I just wondered if that was, like, odd to you. Because let's say there, there's going to be a new urban station, a new rap station. And you had somebody um, like Armstrong Williams, who's a perfect example of a guy who is black, but more than likely not into hip-hop. Yeah, he's not, he's not going to agree with the you know, mm. black community. With so, so they say, hey, Armstrong, I want you to go host the, uh, the night show and uh, be Armstrong Slammer. <laughs> And do the cage match between Jay-Z and everybody else. And just because of the, the color of his skin, you know, and does that seem odd to you? And uh, I don't know. But that's the situation that I'm in right now. And to be perfectly honest, I'm not unhappy because everybody over at El Sol is cool. The station is actually going really, really well. But I do wonder, you know, if I'm maybe reading too much into it or if... It's no, you aren't at all. I think, you know, usually I'll call you out on... That's not racist. That's just normal. But when they they look up everybody in the company with uh, with a name they can't pronounce and bring them over to work at a station, Jimenez, yeah, Alejandro Jimenez, come on down. You're the next board op at El Sol. Congratulations. Eight six six two seven seven forty nine six nine. The hideout. El Jefe and J Dubs on Sunday afternoons. One hundred six point seven WJFK. Black Albert, you're in the hideout on JFK. Hey, what's up, guys? What's up? I am so glad you're back. We are, too. Are we doing a good job? Uh, it's a fantastic opportunity. Yeah, but I missed the Mo humor. Well, it's not. Uh, trust me, it's not uh, completely gone away, yeah. to be perfectly honest with you. In fact, I have a song that I, uh, that I want to play in a little bit. I want to play Mo or No with you guys. <laughs> because with this whole flip over that's happened, they now have the legendary HFS on Live 105.7 in Baltimore. And there's a song that I have heard by a band named The Killers. And with this song, I am completely at a loss as to whether or not... First of all, I love it. But I wonder if it makes me in any way mo that I love the song. So we'll play a little bit of that song. Do we have it queued up to the hook? All right, all right. Here's the song then, Dubs. Well, somebody told me. It's not from a show. I've got potential. 
right. Hot. All right. Now let me ask you: When you look at that, when you when you hear that song, is there anything? Oh, Black Albert, you can be the first one to play Mo or No. When you hear that song by the Killers, which I guess is called Mr. Brightside. Does that seem mo to you or not? Yeah, I mean, they're talking about a boyfriend that looks like a girlfriend or something like that. J-Dubs, have you heard this song at all? Yeah, I've heard it. I've never actually listened to the lyrics, though. All right, give it one more go around. Well, somebody told me you had a boyfriend who looked like a girlfriend That I haven't heard you worry about you It's not confidential I've got potential all right, I'm not going to lie to you. I love the song, but let me let me tell you what it reminds me of. Cross-dressing? In a way. It reminds me of being at Texas Tech University when I was on the speech and debate team, and me and my chick at the time were the only straight people on that team, and so we would go to gay bars. And that song sounds exactly like something they would put on at the gay bar, and everybody would go completely crazy over and fill the dance floor. And so, uh, hold on a second. So I hear this song, and I'm thinking, I love this song, and I'm thinking, it's nostalgic, and then I'm thinking, oh, wait a second, I love this song because it reminds me of the fact that I used to go to gay bars at Texas Tech University. All right, one more time. No, I'm... Yeah, this? this song definitely makes you mo. Hi, no, this is Mr. Phil. <laughs> no, that's not the one. Oh. Hey, one quick question. Oh, I sorry, oh. I cut you off, Out. Damn. You only get one question oh. per segment. Please call back and tell us how we're doing. I miss that guy. I, I, I do think it's a little bit mo. I, I mean, it has a beat to it mm-hmm. that you could probably. It's got a lot of hook to it. All right, people tell me that song's called "Somebody Told Me" and that Mr. Brightside is different. Yeah. But is it? Yeah. I thought this was called Mr. Brightside. Brightside. Well, somebody told me you had a boyfriend who looked like a girlfriend that I had a bad view Alright, now we have a panel of guests here in the hideout, Sunday afternoon edition, 106.7 WJFK, Hefe and Dubs. Again, I, this is a song that I heard on the legendary HFS. Uh, on Live 105.7. Matt Albert, one of our friends, is here. He's been with the show since the very beginning. And his chauffeur, Jay the Dirty Cop, from <laughs> Frederick, Maryland. Now, you guys, being two black men, let me ask you this. Is this something that would be big in the black community? No. And secondly, uh, Mo or no? The first question is no. It's not going to be big in the community. Have you seen the band? It's a bunch of, like, four white guys dressed in, like, Retro gear. Is this is this what you would call emo dubs? No, it's not. For a second, no. And uh, just mo. There's no yeah. e on it. <laughs> <laughs> Drop the e. It's just mo. What about you? Uh, what did, I thought the song was about lesbians. I've heard it a bunch of times. I always thought it was about lesbians. All right, I don't know. What about eight six six two seven seven forty nine sixty nine? What about you, you Jay the Dirty Cop? First, exactly. No, uh, it's it's good to drive to. I guess you know, listen to it. And I mean, you're not gonna fall asleep man, listening to no, the song. No. I don't think. But uh. Maybe, maybe with pretty your cut good. in your hand. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, Dubs, one last time. Well, somebody told me you had a I'm not gonna lie to you. I would uh, consider myself Mo now after listening to it a number of times. It does have sort of like a gay vibe to it but right. the lyrics say kind of otherwise because it's like somebody told me you have a boyfriend who looks like a girlfriend that i had in february of last year right so 
The lyrics say straight, but the vibe says gay. Yeah, there's something really in the uh, in the tone of it. Um, DB, you're in the hideout on JFK. Hey guys, what's up? It's really good to hear you guys. Thank you, brother. So uh, it's I'll be honest with you, it's odd being on during the day. We'll talk about that in a second, but uh, thank you, brother. What's up? Um, I don't think it sounds all that gay. I think it sounds more like something from Train Spotting or a movie like that. Ah, all right, you know, but you know what? If you, li I'm a big fan of the Train Spotting soundtrack, and more and more, if you go back and you listen to that music, it's also too very mo. Yeah. So, and you know what is it? Scottish. I think a lot of that happens over there. Yeah, it's, gay. They're very open and good for them. No problem with Kilt. that. Give me a break. Hey, are you guys gonna have Crossbar on anytime soon? Because she's Sounded really hot. He uh, never got to have uh, You know what? Hold on, DB. This is actually a great question. Let me give you an update. Crossbar is under the names to know section on RadioHideout.com. She's an ex-model who is in for pill rehab. Uh, and Dubs, I called her yesterday from El Sol and had a private conversation with Crossbar. She is going to be making it in studio. A batch session? <laughs> yes. Nice. I dirtied the uh, former HFS studios with a lot of me. And But anyway, she is going to come into the studio at some point, and she's uh, doing somewhat well. But I think because we are now on Sunday afternoons, we may be able to get the X-Model uh, pill junkie into the hideout at some point. And I think they could be a lot of fun. And I think the first thing we're going to do is see if she can tell the difference between snorting Xanax and uh, hydroxycot. In fact, we may do that a little bit later on because I need to pick me up already. Why, uh, why, why does she get all the good bits? <laughs> yeah? I would love to snort some Xanax. Because she's a chick. Uh, Eric, you're in the hideout of JFK. Hey, I'm happy. What's going on? I love the show. Uh, thank I you. We're doing great. Thank you. Go ahead. I just want to bring up the fact that has anyone ever noticed that you just admitted on the air that you used to go to gay bars while in Texas? Uh, you know that, that slide by. You know what? That's uh, the kind of stuff that just blows by me right now because he's been talking about gay bars, speech and debate, being in men's clubs, doing all these different really homo things. I don't even question it anymore. I just take him for what he is. Uh, all right, thank you, Eric. And, and actually, we've talked about it before. Again, those of you who are new to the show will know that I am a very liberal person. I am heterosexual. <laughs> I am uh, juggling three or four ladies right now. And I um, I did, though. I, I used to hang out with gay people. In fact, I miss that I don't now. In fact, it was horrible not being in the hideout because in I was a little too straight for the last two weeks. Hmm. Mm. Now I'm by it. Yeah, that's no. a lie. No. <laughs> hey, everybody got silent. I, I'm not going to lie. You're right. Uh, I have nothing so. to say to that. <laughs> I'm lying. I'm just jerking your Why day. are you wearing a pink shirt today, then? It's the hideout. <laughs> 106.7 WJFK Sunday afternoon. And it's kind of short. I can see your thong. All right. What do you have frills on? Daryl, you're in the hideout. Uh, yeah, what's up with you not being able to speak Spanish, man? That's like if J-Dubs couldn't make macaroni and cheese out of a box. Poor <laughs> gay. Um, you know what, Daryl? Let me tell you. And this is the same thing that I tried to And I can't make mac and cheese. I make easy mac. <laughs> this is what I tell uh, management. And this is another reason why, because this is going back a little bit to uh, previously in the conversation where I talk about me being at El Sol now. My parents were born in Mexico. And they had where? to come over. Huh? Mexico. There's an H? Mexico. Oh, okay. right. oh. Mexico. And they were bored over there. Keep on your accents. And and they they had to come over here and they had to learn English. So they knew how tough it was trying to learn English as a second language. And so they were going to be goddamned if their kid uh, didn't speak the language here in America, which is English. So they purposely were English only with me. And so I haven't a clue of Spanish. I talk a little Spanglish. 
and that's the other thing about being at El Sol. Everybody there is really cool, but I'm such an outsider because I'm that kid who doesn't fit in because, you know, I, I'm, I'm white. I'm Americanized. I'm glad you finally met. I call you white all the time, and you talk about your heritage. Well, I do feel like I have heritage. No, you don't. But then, but you're right. I do go over there, and I realize how little Latino I am. You sold out. In a way, they think that. But just because I don't speak Spanish doesn't mean I've sold out. Mm-hmm. You shouldn't show up with a Manson shirt then. Yeah, that's true. I got a Public Enemy shirt on today. Now you need some Lost Lonely Boys uh, <laughs> shirts to wear around. Nina Sky. No, that's gay. <laughs> Coming up next. Go play some regular tone. Mark Anthony. All right. So, anyway, Dubs, how does it feel to be on in the afternoon? Terrible. Does it? I mean, it just doesn't feel right. Looking no. out there, seeing snow. It feels like I'm, I'm back in Michigan right now. It really does. It doesn't feel... Yeah, there's a glare in here. Yeah, I feel like a vampire. Like, God, put the curtains up. Right. 866-277-4969. Blind. So all our guests, they're good to go? Uh, I don't know. I haven't been able to get a hold of that Bill guy, so I'm pretty sure he's dead. All but right. uh, our next guest is lined up. Uh, now, is Corolla here? Uh, Yeah. How did he end up getting off of work? He said he's just not going in. <laughs> really? Maybe he could go pick up Crossbar. Yeah, he should go get Crossbar yeah. then. I tell you what, we'll take a break. We'll come back. And there's a very interesting story with this chick named Shasta Bates. Who had an too many jokes? F <laughs> an F Bush bumper sticker, and she got into a ton of trouble and nearly arrested. And uh, we're also going to talk about what's going on in Iraq and coming up celebrity justice and uh, a lot of the humor that you came to expect and know and love from the Hideout. For those of you new to it, it is RadioHideout.com. That is the website. Get to know the show. A lot of fun going until seven o'clock. Hefe and Dubs, one hundred six point seven. <clears throat> All right, I gotta see. I cringed when you said seven. <laughs> Did you? Oh. Then Ron and Fez long, are coming in. Yeah. They're gonna do a show from seven to eleven. <laughs> it's the hideout. What <laughs> I don't even know how many of these we can play over here. Uh, it's the hideout. One hundred six point seven, WJFK. The hideout. Since you bought the bull and re-elected Bush, we, here in The Hideout, invite you to choke on these lies, too. The Hideout is the most popular late-night show in the history of Washington, D.C. radio. Yes, El Jefe kills kittens and old people. Lie. J-Dubs is the smartest talk show host on the East Coast. Lie. Remember, these are blatant lies, but we're going to repeat them enough so you'll begin to believe them. The Hideout. With El Jefe and J-Dubs. RadioHideout.com. Welcome back into the Sunday afternoon edition of the Hideout 106.7 WJFK Half Bay and Dubs. We found out we had no uh, imaging left that didn't say late night show. <laughs> or that was appropriate to yeah. air during the day. So it's taking your requests. 866-277-4969. Hey, how are we doing? I think we're doing pretty good, man. I, I You know, this is a lot better than last weekend's show, man. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> this is good. You know what, Dubs, more than anything else, man, I'm not going to lie to you. It's good hanging out with you. Yeah. I don't ever... we, haven't, we haven't seen each other since we back, went back home for the weekend. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And I'm so glad the snow's uh, around. Yeah. I wake up this morning and I'm, uh, I get trapped where I was uh, during the overnight. And, uh, yeah, I'm like, holy Christ, is it Detroit again? And then, sure enough, i got to go back this weekend. So it's just uh, insanity. Uh, if it was Detroit, you would have got shot. <clears throat> yeah. 
probably. Um, 866-277-4969. About to have our guest, but first, a couple of calls. Iris, you're in the hideout on JFK. Hello, boys, it's Iris. How are you? Hello, Iris. I just wanted to welcome you back. I've been so lonely. Well, it's, uh, I'm glad that we could be here for you. Oh, El Hefe, it's so great to hear your voice during the day. Hanging out with that tattooed freak, Justy Johnson, just makes my loins burn. <laughs> well, um... Well, I love the work you're doing. Hey, when Iris... the book coming out? I want to buy a copy of The Hideout. <laughs> that actually is none of us. You know, I think There's... Channel Nine's going to need a new voice girl soon, so I oh, think maybe you should try out. I'll take over. Listen, I was going to go nuts if I never found out if Matt Albert is dating Sid Cater's father yet. All right. <laughs> Thank I love you guys. Peace out. Thank you. It's 5,000. Thank you, Iris. And somehow I don't think that was really Iris. Nah, it wasn't the real Iris. But um, in studio with us are a couple of our buddies, uh, Matt Albert and also Jay the Dirty Cop. And um, as we roll through this Sunday afternoon, Cheeseface here in the hideout, 106.7 WJFK. Well, how is it all going? You, uh, you, uh, guys, are, you guys are doing okay so far. Uh, yeah, <laughs> Thank you. Whatever. Uh, what's <laughs> up? Not interested. What's up? What's up? It's it's a direction. What did you think it was? All right, Cheeseface. Thank you for the call, brother. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> you know, I thought I, I love some things don't change. I love Cheeseface. He's very good to the show, <laughs> but I would figure Sunday afternoons the uh, the quality of calls would get better. <laughs> But unfortunately, it just doesn't seem as if it's going to work out that way. <laughs> and somehow it's a lot more acceptable when you have uh, the weirdos at night. But during the daytime, it's just odd. You know? Yeah, I mean, it's when you go out, when you look outside and you see it's bright out, and you know probably they aren't drinking. So that's <laughs> not the reason why they're so effed up. Right. Now, you actually, you had an interesting day yesterday. Did you want to talk about it at all? What oh, happened? we can talk about that. Yeah, uh, my girlfriend, when we were gone... Uh, to Detroit, she went out to Coyote Ugly, where we went and did a couple of our live broadcasts. Right. And uh, she left her ID there and a credit card uh, accidentally. So she went out back there after she left to go to the Metro, went back there to find her ID. They wouldn't let her in to get it. They said she'd have to come back another time to get it. So we went back there yesterday. We called the the uh, Coyote Ugly. On the recording, it said they open at 6 o'clock. On their website, it says they open at 6 o'clock. We get there at 6 o'clock. They weren't open. We hang out outside in the cold for a half hour. Nothing's going on. A cop pulls up, asks us what's going on. We tell him. He calls the manager of Coyote Ugly. They aren't going to be open till 8. So we're stuck over uh, in the Chinatown area for a couple hours. Now, is this something that normally happens? You Like, if you leave your stuff there, they make it as inconvenient as possible? Well, a lot of places will actually uh, mail it to you, which is very convenient, you know? Right. That... You can say that. I don't know. Who even <laughs> they're, knows? they're jerks about it. They're, that's matter. And uh, <laughs> Richard, <laughs> right? And Ricky. <laughs> and they uh, they said, uh, you know, you'll go there, and they want you to get there early so they aren't busy, and they can go up and get you your ID. But they they uh, weren't open till eight. Right. So when we went there. We had to wait around. We finally got there at 7.30 back there when they said they would be open. And we got in. We asked the person. He said, 
you're going to have to wait till 8, another half hour, because we can't open the safes until 8. So they're giving you every possible runaround yeah. trying to get this credit card back. Credit card and ID. Actually, the credit card wasn't that big of a deal because we already canceled it. Right. And uh, we just needed the ID. And so they're giving you this runaround. It's taken a week. You get in there early. They're still not letting you in. Yeah. So the guy says you can't get in until 8. Or can't get it until 8 yeah. is the same. We were, so we had to stand in Coyote Ugly while they were setting up until 8 trying to get it. The owner comes down. We explain it to him. He's like, oh, that's bull. Goes up and gets, gets it for us. This guy was so lazy, he just didn't want to walk all the way up the stairs to grab the ID. He wanted to wait till 8 o'clock when uh, another manager or someone would go get it. So you didn't drop the radio card at all? You didn't? No, say- I was just so pissed at the time. I'm Hey, I'm and J-Dubs. I, I'm I J-Dubs. Yeah, I'm J-Dubs. I'm on Sundays. I don't know <laughs> if you knew about that. Who? And... I will tear your ass apart on this Sunday afternoon. I'll tell you what. Everybody in D.C. is going to hear it. The church crowd is going to be angry at you. Um, but we did do two live shows there. You would figure that they would try to hook a brother up or something if you just mentioned it. Um, now, Dubs, uh, so you had a you had obviously a, a bad situation there. Um, you, on your car, you got a bunch of bumper stickers, don't you? Or do you I anymore? used to. Uh, after Carrie lost, I tore them all off. Did you? Crying. Just sobbing to myself, stepping on him. Damn you, Edwards. <laughs> Using the razor blade to peel him off and then yeah. debating whether or not you want to go ahead and run that razor blade down your forearm. Yeah. Well, as it turns out, it was it happened in Colorado. Uh, a lady by the name of Shasta Bates who got into some trouble because of the fact that she had a bumper sticker that had the F word in its entirety. And then it said, it said F Bush. So, joining us on the phone, because I want to hear a story on what exactly happened. Shasta Bates, welcome into the hideout, Washington, D.C., 106.7 WJFK. How you doing? Good, how are you? Very, very well. Um, tell us what happened. You're going into a store, and then uh, a, an older man or somebody comes in and starts yelling at you about this F. Bush bumper sticker? Yes, a previous client had walked in and asked whose truck was parked outside in front of the building, and I said it was mine. Why? Uh, he walked in and said, just started, you know, mouthing off, you're sick, you're wrong, you should be punished, and uh, you should somebody should do something about that, and I think you should take it off. And then he walked behind me and said some more words. He got pissed and then walked out, and I said, have a good day. I go, why are you so offended? I go, maybe if you ask me, I'll tell you what they really mean. Okay. And, uh, oh. <laughs> and so he walked out, and, you know, five minutes later, he came back and parked his car behind my truck. Uh, so I couldn't get out mm-hmm. of the parking place. Um, and I could see everything because there's uh, windows in the front of the building. Um, and he flagged a cop down that was walking around in the center, the shopping center. And they were talking out there for about a good 10 minutes. And then, you know, the guy left, the customer left. And the cop walked in the store and then just started harassing me about my stickers, saying that I needed to take them off right then and there, that under my First Amendment, it wasn't covered under profanity. Right, because so, it, cause it's, it then, had the actual F word, F Bush, on it. Yes, the whole, the full out word, both word. Right, 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 right. Now, wh- what, uh, what did it ended up happening? The cop give you a ticket or what? No, he said he was giving me a warning. He was giving me a ticket if I didn't take him off right then and there. Right. And I said, for for what? I was like, as far as I know, that it's still a free country, and that's my property. I can have anything I really want to put on it. Right. And he was like, no, it's not covered under the First Amendment. And, you know, I'm giving you a warning. If I see you here again with your stickers on, I'll arrest you myself. And I was like, okay. 
I, I really don't understand why you would want to, you know, why a bumper sticker that said F. Bush. That's a chapter, the last chapter of the 20, 20th century, that, or 21st century, that most of us would rather forget. Oh, the last God. chapter of the 20th century, this is the first chapter of the 21st century. Oh, my God, Jesus. How can you be against him? Uh, yeah, right. Uh, Shasta Bates uh, from Colorado telling us her story in the hideout of 106.7 WJFK. So why do you, now you said there may be an alternative motive uh, behind the F. Bush bumper sticker itself. I mean, is it is it one of those things where it's kind of a a dirty thing, or do you genuinely hate Bush, the president? I, I take it both ways. Oh, nice. Yes. So, are you a a well, lesbian I, then? Yes, I am. Okay. Now, why? Well, then, why do you hate Bush because of his stance on like homosexuality and stuff? Yes, everything. And I was born and raised in Texas, so I know pretty much everything. Me too. You probably <laughs> yeah, go to the so. same bars as Hefe. All right. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, um, Somebody told me. Uh, actually, you know what? Let me ask you this. Shasta, while we got you here, uh, we are doing, I am I am actually from Texas. Um, I am straight, but we talked in the last segment how uh, at Texas Tech University, I would go to gay bars with some of my gay friends. And this song reminds me of that time. What do you think of this song right here? Are you ready? Yeah. All right. Well, somebody told me. All right, that's my new favorite song. But you gotta, you gotta admit though, on on one level, Shasta, there's something kind of uh, homo about it, no? Of course it is. I mean, I have other stickers on my trucks too that prefer to the same sticker. Oh, really? It, it has nothing to do with political. I mean, people take it political if they want to. I mean, I meet it both ways. Right. Whether it's Bush or about other things. All right, that's kind of hot. Now let me ask you this: uh, I want to know. Are you yourself, or like, are you a pretty woman? Because I have the theory that if you, if you were, I, I don't know. Are, are you, you, are you butch or are you lipstick? Yeah. No, I'm, I'm a soft femme. Oh, thank you. So I'm like right in the middle. Right. I'm like an athletic jock. You have a mullet? Uh, no, I have really short hair. It's you, right now it's shaved. So can you swing shaved. the softball bat? No, but I, I I ask you this though. Do you laugh hitter? Do you think that they do you think that they messed with you a little bit more because maybe they thought because you were gay in addition to the fact that you had the F Bush thing? With the other stickers, yes, I do think that they took it personally and was to a quote that you know, as being men, they you know thought it wasn't right for me to voice my opinion as a woman right say things like that that i have presented on my truck yeah how long did you have the f bush uh, bumper sticker on your uh, on your car uh, i've had it had it up since august so i've had all the stickers up for a long time do you did you usually have people who um who like uh, would yell at you about the f bush stuff it would be a mixture of people people uh, it was usually with kind of like a middle-aged men who would drive up on the side of me and start flipping me off, cussing, yelling at me. White dudes? Or, yes, yes. Mostly. Well, I can understand then, it. I mean, you got to leave <laughs> our great president alone. We don't believe in planners and deciders making the decisions on behalf of Americans. <laughs> what? <laughs> Are you kidding me? Jesus. Uh, we're great guy. Talking to Shasta Bates in the hideout, 106.7 WJFK. Now, Tommy, you were an amazing producer. I don't know how you did it. He found me a picture of you. Um... And you're right. She is. Ve she's very pretty. 
Um, but she does have the short hair. I mean, you, not that you could say there's particularly a look for a lesbian, but I wouldn't. This is to find a 14 year old boy pretty. All right, <laughs> come on. I would. Uh, I would say here though. And I do. <laughs> I, I would say though that this is a uh, this is interesting. Your whole situation there, Shasta. Well, what is the next step for you then? Are you going to file some sort of a lawsuit against the the Denver, Colorado Police Company or police uh, department outfit? No, I have no aggression against anyone. I just pretty much tell if people want to make themselves look like a look like a butt, then let them go ahead. I mean, they learn from their mistakes. I learn from my mistakes, and I think this this out there makes everybody realize how critical and how really nitpick we really are. And just, I mean, society is not open minded yet, and oh. we're still having problems with this stuff. Hey, but uh, four more years. Four more years. Four more years. The legislature's job is to write law. It's the executive branch's job to interpret law. Oh, no. <laughs> no, actually, that's the judicial. Um, I want to thank you, Shasta Bates, for telling us your story. And I can't believe you're not more upset about this. It's actually kind of... I took like it as a joke, pretty much. So Did you laugh at them? Like, I'm laughing. I was laughing at when he was coming in the store. I turned my back because I had to compose myself again. And What did, <laughs> what did he look like? Did he have a mullet or a mustache or a, a Rush Limbaugh, Sean Hannity shirt on? No, he kind of was bald with a mustache, short and stocky, you know, just... G. Gordon Liddy's in Denver now? <laughs> I didn't know that. Are you uh, wearing your flannel in your work booth? Did you ask right. for in your underwear? <laughs> all right. Shasta, thank you for joining us in the hideout, sweetie. They were probably brown. But good luck to you, all right? And thank you for thank telling you. us your story. She is hot, I think. <sighs> yeah. yeah if you, you don't like think that so? kind of ugly you... look. No, she's not ugly. <laughs> I saw it. You I did saw it back here, yeah. She, um... Where can they find this? Can you? Is there any way? It'd kind of be too tough for them to get a look at what she looks like. I'd prefer not to because there's a number you can kind of. All right, well then turn no, the light switch off. Dot com. Oh. No. <laughs> hey, she's a massage therapist. <laughs> you know what? What is it about lesbians being massage therapists? I don't know. I went to one a few years ago, and I highly suspected her being a lesbian. Right. She's so punching you. <laughs> No, it's just the look. <laughs> but you know what it is? All right, like, all right, I've told this story before uh, about my ex-girlfriend who I went out with for 13 months. Shasta? And no. <laughs> and I uh, I get nothing. I got nothing from her. And then I, I felt bad until, what was it, like three, four months ago? Yeah, when you... Uh... I found out she was a lesbian. And I was like, I was ecstatic because I was. it wasn't me, you know. I didn't have the right key. You know, to get in the door, if you would. Everybody has the, the key. You just have to make it fit. No. So anyway, her mom looks um, a little bit like Osborne, Sharon Osborne, But she, too, was a lesbian. And her partner looked like Tony Kukoc. And... Huh? <laughs> and... And they, um, <laughs> and they had a massage therapy company. And they, that's what they did. It was another thing. There's something about lesbians... Going into the massage therapy <laughs> business. Is the whole Osborne Ku Coach thing, does that really make you laugh, Matt Albert, or what? <laughs> Tony Kukoc is so just random. <laughs> but it's true. I remember saying she was like tall and kind of gangly and lanky and stuff. Because she's Jerry Sloan. Do what? It was like Jerry Sloan. <laughs> yeah. Could she shoot a three? I bet. And you know what? She could. She could because we were. Would... It was Tony Kukoc after all. Was it Luke Longley? Did she have a brother like Luke? 
we would go outside. There was a basketball court back in their place, and she would like. I so it was me. It would a lot of times it would be me and my girlfriend, who was my girlfriend, the, the chick was the girlfriend at the time, against her mom and her mom's partner. Check the ball. Check the ball. <laughs> no double checks. Pedro's still out. Got to take it back. Got to take it back. Rebound. And yeah, we get schooled because Coo Coach could hit the three, but she was right-handed instead double of left handed Oh, you're me an influence. Right. <laughs> exactly. Could, had no inside game. <laughs> a little soft. Let's take a break. We'll come back with Bill Haas, the guy from the St. Louis uh, school board who's ready to kill himself. Oh, speaking of the eyelids, uh, turnlightswitchoff.com. I want to talk about my uh, latest weblog as well on radiohideout.com. Hey, look, we're back. Sunday afternoons, the hideout. Bill's weblogs kind of remind me of yours. And, uh, <laughs> I knew Sad, that. depressing. I knew, I knew you would say that. And I don't read them? <laughs> the hideout, 106.7, <laughs> WJFK. Welcome back into the hideout, 106.7 WJFK, Hefe and Dubs. Sunday afternoon, uh, 866-277-4969 as we flow until 7 o'clock. One hour down, Dubs. Three to go. Three to go. Then I'm going home and watching Extreme Makeover Home Edition. Is that your favorite reality show right that now? That is. What's even on Sundays anymore? Is Arrested Development current or are they in reruns yeah, right now? That's current. Uh, also, you, you have to check out, of course, Desperate Housewives. No, I'm not into Desperate Housewives. That's great. Shield put. replaced tonight at uh, <laughs> no, 11 right. p.m. Yeah. yeah, that's a great show. Actually, you know what? I have a tape of last night's Dallas Mavericks game, so I think I'll watch that instead. Oh, watch the laws? Did they? You son of a bitch. I don't know. Okay. <laughs> Wait, I'm waiting for Cola to run in. No, do not. <laughs> so, so anyway, we were the... Uh, don't. And by the way, it's good to see. It's good to have our whole crew here, uh, here on uh, Sunday afternoons. Uh, the former late night show, not doing it during the daytime. So give us a, a little while to get our sea legs underneath us, and everything should be a should be a okay. Um, so Dubs, you know that RadioHideout.com is our is our uh, website. There's a lot of stuff on it, including uh, you know it's a roadmap to the show. There's some audio on there. There's a names to know section, so that if you hear any of these names like Matt Albert and Jay the Dirty Cop over here, Corolla, Tommy Bateman, our producer, you can get caught up on who exactly everybody is by going to the website RadioHideout.com. We also recently added a blog section, mm-hmm. and we have mine. The writings of El Jefe. Dubs, your thoughts on my entries. Oh, wow. Uh, if I read them, I'm sure I would like them. I'm sure that they say really important things about your life that everybody cares about. I'm sure that, you know, people uh, appreciate hearing about what happens to you every single day. Say, uh, great addition to a website. And I'm happy to see it's there. Thank you. I appreciate the kind word. Yeah, uh, there's a lot of sincerity there. I, you know, I could tell it was a, it was really a caring moment. I appreciate that. Um, but we do have those available, you know, so people could check out. Now, with my weblog specifically, 
a lot of times, if it's something that's really personal, I will write in complete generalities and try to make it as universal as possible so that people can't read it and say, okay, this is specifically about this situation or this is specifically about that situation. Because I do worry a little bit about stuff being in writing. There's something different about talking and admitting to various things that we have already in the hour this afternoon. And then there's something completely different about having it in writing so that everybody can look at it, everybody can cut and paste it, you know, and send it along. I, that, that is assuming if anybody reads it. True. <laughs> I mean, to I, cut and paste it, you'd have to know where it is. Yeah. Radiohideout.com. Yeah. Not, it's not working for me. <laughs> so anyway, <laughs> speaking of these blogs, uh, joining us in the hideout right now from St. Louis is a current school board member and also a candidate for mayor, uh, Bill Haas. Bill, welcome into the hideout, Washington, D.C., 106.7 WJFK. How you doing? What's man? up, Haas? I'm doing fine, and, and welcome to you, gentlemen. I was told this would be Love Line with Dr. Drew and Adam. Was I misinformed? You were. Keep on listening. You know what? You may not be it too long. Um, and I can't remember if the producer told me my fee would be 5000 or $6,000, but those are just details, and we can work them out later. Is this Cheese Face? <laughs> I think this is Cheese Face. Is your name Carl Grossman? <laughs> so anyway, you um, you on your web blog... Say you're battling all kinds of loneliness and depression and financial problems, and you actually put on there that you're ready to commit suicide, right? Well, it's, it's an oversimplification, but um, there's some truth to it. And, and uh, what I put was that um, I'm 60 years old. I, I feel younger, and um, I just went out and ran 90 minutes in the park with my dog, who's even more cuckoo than I am. And... Um, I still feel good. Family lives forever, as best I can tell. So that's probably why I've I hope you in- inherited no money so far, which is fine with me. But I'm still single, and um, being in a relationship, although I've had them from time to time, being in one that like lasts was always a priority for me. And not living on the street was my other priority, as well as being mayor of St. Louis. And this is my fourth run for mayor. And now, hold on, you realize though that. Saying that you're ready to kill yourself isn't going to help you in the campaign, right? Well, first of all, it's not ready. It's later this year if I run out of money and nothing breaks professionally. So, um, And I felt like talking about it. It was more personal than political, and the reasons for it were probably complex. I, I suppose people could say it's a little bit of a cry for help if there is it, any. It's not- more than a little bit of one. Well, it, it's a complex dynamic, but I think the, my main reason was that because i don't i take responsibility for my life and nobody owes me anything that they don't sort of feel sincerely that they in a way they want to help or or you know i'll send you a bullet in the mail and right when you get it put it in the chamber and let's work this out right away we're talking this same well that might be your style but I, i try to be a little bit more deliberative and so the main reason i i think to the extent that i have some awareness of why i do things and i try to and you know, Yale College, Harvard Law School, I'm supposed to be as smart as your average bear if I focus, um, is that if, God forbid, anything happened to me, I wanted people to be aware that I was at peace with myself and a little bit about 
why I would do some, now, Bill, something I don't, so horrible. And I, I don't think you're going to be able to kill yourself because you never stopped talking. Um, St. <laughs> yeah. St. Louis School. You have, the, you have the gun in your mouth. You'll just keep on talking about why you should or shouldn't do it. <laughs> St. Louis School. Uh, well, the producer, the producer told me if I was more interesting than you guys, I should just keep talking. That's standing. Oh. Uh, St. Louis School Board member Bill Haas joining us in the hideout. So you say, in a nutshell, I'm 60 uh, years old. Still all alone. Unless something breaks professionally in the next couple of months, I'm going to be out of money, and then I'm going to put my animals to sleep and take my life. Now, why kill the animals? This is why I'm wondering. You got a three-legged cat, right? I do, mummy, and her two kids, uh, boy kitty and girl kitty. They've been with me two or three years. Are you a confirmed bachelor? I'm Wait. not. I've asked two or three women to marry me over the years, and Were they I'm still in love with my honey from 30, 25 years ago, who doesn't oh. seem to Were remember. Were they named Shaston from Colorado? <laughs> um. Not that I recall. Okay, it's just been ask. a long time. <clears throat> Do they like flannel? What's that? Never mind. Um, so you were having you're having these issues now. I know you say you have these Ivy League degrees, and you're working at Walmart. How's that going? Well, I'm a Walmart manager. I've been there for seven years. I also teach law at a, a state college in St. Louis. I practice corporate law for 20 years, and the company I was working for went into bankruptcy about. 12 years ago. It's been a little bit of an adventure professionally ever since. I'm not the only one who had a career that um, got downsized to had to go into a different career. Um, my theory of working at Walmart, in addition to this help guy? pay the rent, is that God needed me to be more humble uh, before I became mayor. God wanted I hope falling poor. prices fall on top of him. <laughs> <laughs> now, are you... What if you're going is to? Any way we could turn his microphone off? I wish. I've been trying for two years now. Now well, I, I control the talk and roll. So <laughs> now when and that's why the ratings are as they are. Exactly. Well, look at you. You know a little about a little bit about the business. That's why it's Sunday afternoons well, now. You're about to kill yourself. Shut up. How are you going to talk <laughs> trash, Bill? Seriously. Now I want to well, ask you I if you're going to if you're going to kill yourself. How are you going to do it? And well, why are you waiting? Well, because. In, in a nutshell, I don't want to live on the streets, and I don't think I belong in a hospital. And if, you know, yeah, I, 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 don't rec I don't recommend Under this course. A bus. Can I talk? No. Okay, well, as long as we go. <laughs> long you just want to go the Sonny Bono route, don't you? What? Just what? ski into a tree. Or, or the um, Claudine Langer um, route where you put five bullets into their groin and claim the gun went off by accident. But how are you going to kill yourself if you were going to? Well, the, what... If anyone wants to go to the blog and read it, it's Bill Haas, H-A-A-S, at blogspot.com. They can um, read it in my own words. And um, the nutshell is 30 years ago, I was literally out of money and no job prospects. All right. And thank I you. I'm him. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Shoot yourself already. Is, was it just me? All right. For attention. I mean, it really was one of those things where it was... Uh... Be nice. He runs the underground. <laughs> Stop. What is it about that? Uh, he doesn't have your number, does he, Bateman? No, I opened a new email account. Right. That's where everything is going through now. I can't believe because I wanted to actually try to have a legitimate conversation with the guy. A, why would you be willing to post all of this stuff uh, in your in your open yourself up like this? If you were a candidate for mayor and you truly think that you could be the mayor of St. Louis. Because anything's possible when you think about it. Marion Barry is back in DC politics. So every anything is possible. But he's a white guy running in St. Louis. Right. I mean is that's he, where Nelly's from. Is he back? Yeah he's back on line six, up uh, line six. All right. Phone issues. I got him. All right. Yes. 
Did you guys hang up on purpose or accident? Oh, it was completely an accident. Sorry about that. Go ahead. You were mumbling about something. God, I if if I was sent if I was more sensitive, I would. Oh, oh. So, uh, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> what happened? <laughs> I don't know. We got to get the phones fixed. What's your bad cell or something? I heard Pat Goss talking about it earlier that there were a couple of issues. <laughs> <laughs> what an ass. <sighs> Paco the Mexican, you're in the hideout. 106.7 WJFK. I'm saying head dogs. I do them running for mayor. This guy doesn't know the issues. What are the issues? The issues are immigration. All right. In St. Louis? No. <laughs> A lot of... And, and somehow I get the feeling that he wasn't actually Mexican. Now, you know what, though? As I look at this Bill Haas. You should be proud, then. I look at this, and now I'm beginning to think, you know what? Maybe weblogging isn't exactly something that I should be doing. It's not the cool thing. It's definitely not... <laughs> Is is doing stuff like that, is that really... What do you think that is, Dubs, this whole weblog thing? It's making yourself too important. It's thinking that actually people care. When in all actuality, no one does. No one cares. At all? At all. Hmm. I mean, come on, the guy said he's going to kill himself on his weblog. No one cares. That's true. I can't believe that he's actually on, like, a school board. I can't believe he has. he's allowed to have animals. Yeah, and the, did you see the picture of him with his three-legged cat? I heard the cat had four when it first came to him. <laughs> That's and, all I'm saying. And then all of a sudden there was some sort of an accident, and you can't go any further from there. Now, Dubs, when we were in Detroit, something happened, and I hesitate to bring it up, but I'm going to. You saw me doing something, and then you gave me hell about oh, it. Oh, yeah. Now, um, can I talk about it? You can, but be... Yeah, you can, but, you know. Are her parents pressing I, charges? No. <laughs> Are his parents pressing charges? <laughs> no. That damn daycare center. I saw Hefe on MySpace.com. Right. Now, being honest, one thing, but the picture he had on it was him behind the mic. You know, him <laughs> on the radio doing his jock thing. Now, it wasn't me doing the jock thing. It was actually one of the pictures from the last, from the final show that we did a couple of weeks ago. And you immediately just start goofing and goofing <laughs> and goofing relentlessly. And I told you, I'm like, dude, I need something to consume my time now. And I'm completely into this MySpace. What I did was goof on you because literally we would go out for probably 15, 20 minutes, go to a restaurant, go to a store and pick something up. Right when we got back, he had to jump on there to see if there was any updates on his MySpace account. Now, Tommy, I'm not going to lie. You got you did this more than a year ago. I haven't even been on that thing in like six months. And I gave you so much hell about it. Because what Tommy did, all right, me posting the picture behind the mic, you're right. That was very douches, and immediately I changed it. I changed it later on that night after you guys went to bed. But Tommy took a picture of him. He took a picture of himself with his camera phone with his shirt off. And I think the picture is actually on RadioHideout.com. Yeah, you saved it. You... <laughs> That's right. It was so I could get in shape. It was a motivational thing. Like uh. how some people... Will you shut up, Matt? <laughs> it's like how some people, not Matt, put uh, pictures of themselves on the refrigerator so they don't eat junk food. <laughs> right. You know, not Matt. <laughs> and, uh, to, you know, so they don't eat junk food and get in shape. And since I was boxing in a few weeks... Uh, I tried to get Tommy, have you ever been so obsessive on something like Hefe was when I saw him in Detroit with MySpace.com? Have you ever been so obsessive where, all right, right when I come home, I got to check it. Before I leave, I got to check it. I might stay on there for an hour or two, you know? 
Have you ever been that obsessive with something on the net? I don't think so. No, but see, it's the hideout 106.7 WJFK. It's not even so much like that, but it's almost like email, where do, whenever you're around a computer, do you feel like you need to check your email? But, uh, not usually. I really don't care about my email. I Usually it's something about paying the ass. But when I started giving you crap about it, you were like, hey, man, I get to meet people with my interests that like the music I like. Well, I mean, it's, it's, it's true. Because go outside. Yeah. <laughs> so, for, first of all, you're one to talk. You're uh, 20 years old and you're a virgin and you don't even have a car or a license or hey, at least I'm, uh, anything. No kidding, right. But it's, it is, to me, it's one of those situations where it's so tough to meet people, I think, in the real world. Is it not? Where you go out and try to have a conversation and it just never works. Why do you want to? I want to have friends. You have friends. Who? Why do you want more? Oh, you mean the friend that I had who saw me on MySpace and then immediately starts goofing relentlessly uh, for 20 minutes? I had, yeah, I had good reason. I was worried about you. You're turning into one of those real freaky guys on the internet. Old dude looking for young tail. Running the underground. <laughs> First of all, I'm not old. I'm 26. Secondly... Uh, young tail, I'm not going to argue with. You know, I wonder, too, in a way, if somehow, because I'm going through a separation, I wonder if I'm now beginning to enter a midlife crisis. Dubs and I, you and I were talking about this when we were uh, driving around earlier this afternoon, that I I almost feel, in a sense, that it's a midlife crisis uh, territory right now. And that's what I'm trying to warn you of when you're getting on places like MySpace.com before we leave somewhere, when we get back. While we're there just hanging out with friends you haven't seen in a, about a year, you'd rather be on MySpace checking up on if anybody uh, read your review on a perfect circle. I actually am interested. I'm in that group. You wrote and a review? No, I didn't write I a review. Yes, I, uh, I wrote Look a review. Uh, you can terrible. probably do that. You haven't actually seen anything, though, have you? Yes, I've seen it all. <sighs> Son of a bitch. I went on. God damn it. Yes, Tommy. I'm just laughing at the fact that I turned you down as a friend when you requested to be. I did. I wanted to be friends with Tommy, and you did turn me down, didn't you? I, I, on MySpace? Yes. I took you off my list. That was embarrassing. That actually did. Now, how, when you guys saw the picture of him on that, what did you think? I knew exactly where it was from, and I was like, wow, he put that one up fast. Well, he's trying too hard. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, playing the radio card on the internet is way and above playing the radio card. But it isn't even so much about playing the radio. Yeah, it part, is. If you, if, you, if you throw a picture of but you, but it's the only picture behind... that I have. No, it's you're, not. You have tons. There's tons any... on RadioHideout.com of you not behind a mic. There's a bunch right by the mural. Oh, I guess that's true too, huh? You right. just want people to see you behind the mic and say, "Hey, what do you do for a living?" Well, oh I'm... wow, I know. you're cool. I do. I need attention. Elmo, you're in the hideout on JFK. Hey, fellas, you're back. Yeah, we are. We're, uh, kinda. Well, I was listening to Ron Sedgwick the night, and he was going on about your big announcement, but I had to, like, take off before I heard it, so I guess this is it. <laughs> the yeah. big announcement is Sundays, 3 to 7. We got a promotion. Welcome yeah. to church. Drive time. <laughs> yeah, this is kind of like the time that uh, I was living here, and I was like, I'm going to move to Arizona. My friends threw me a big going away party, and then, like, five weeks later, I came back. to like, what the hell happened? We gave you a big party. I was like, well, you know. Wasn't for me. This caller but, brings up a good point. The only certain truth is happening now. Yes. All right, you guys are at it. Stop. Just stop. Seriously. Now you're going to make me go on and delete it. Thank you, Elmo. Now, Dubs, 
in a way, do you feel guilty at all about the fact that we threw the big going away party? No. That was it for the hideout? No, because we're natural born entertainers. <laughs> <laughs> I am! What do you want? <laughs> oh, you guys are asses. I'm going to go We're on. We're taking clips off of his MySpace account I'm right now. I'm going on and I'm deleting it now. I'm just going to delete it all now. In fact, we got to go to commercial break. No, we don't. Let's take a break and we'll Hold come on. back. No, it's not going to happen. See, and this is the problem. I like the, the the comment you have where someone wrote, you're a hottie, we should hang out sometime. All right, you're a dick. <laughs> <laughs> what? You're a complete ass. And now all of you guys are seeing it. <clears throat> Hello? Hey, did you guys want me to add that link to RadioHideout.com? No. Yes. I swear to Christ, Bad Monkey, if you do, it is all over. What, what's over? <laughs> Everything. You're not getting paid. No more. Oh, crap. <laughs> no, no more Sunday afternoons for you. The internship is over. I can sleep in. All right, beat it. <sighs> Pim Juice's brother, you're in the hideout on JFK. What's going on, fellas? What's up, man? It's great to have you guys back. Thank you. Appreciate uh, it. Uh, about an hour ago, I was outside shoveling my snow, and I brought my little radio outside, and I had about 10 or 15 of my neighbors listening to you guys, too. They, oh, said they, never heard, they said they never heard you guys before, but they really like it, and they're going to start listening. Hey, are we doing okay? I was just wondering if we're doing all right. Uh, you're doing great in the Coverstone area of Manassas. <laughs> all right. Well, that's all we're asking for. Um, how, are, uh, how are things going? Everything, uh, everything. I, I got to admit, I'm a little distracted right now because <laughs> I'm, I'm going through MySpace as we speak and deleting every <laughs> single thing that is on there under my current, uh, under my login. All right. Uh, I, I just wonder why you're considering different mediums. I am considering because I hate radio. And actually, I'm not going to lie to you. I got a couple of things in the works that I'm really excited about. You know, I hesitated to bring it up, and I shouldn't have brought it up. And stop. Now the runner, the runner around like it's a madhouse, and all it is to do is to mess with me. It's completely just well, what's in the works, Melissa? She's hot, dude. That one's a hottie. There's no doubt. I'm telling you, there are a lot of hot chicks on this MySpace.com. If you have a little time you on your hands. You everything. I am. It's I'm like going. Watergate. <laughs> <laughs> Where's Liddy when you need him? Uh, shred the tapes. Shred the tapes. Hello? Thanks, Pim Juice. Hey, hey, yes, I am. It's Paulie. I was wondering if you could uh, add me to your MySpace profile. Uh, no. Uh, you're not going to get added to my MySpace hey, profile. Hey, back. I missed you so much. Just, you and Ron says is enough. I need you all to myself. All right. Thank you, Polly Loose. I'm, I'm into this. All right. All right. I tell you, let me hang up on him. Stop it so that I can't hang up on him. Um, I hate you guys. I'm sitting here, and you know, that's the thing. You hate us, but Brittany's a cool girl. She is cool. She's a Hooters chick who lives in Nashville who is a Democrat. How does it get any, doesn't get any cooler than that? You are having a blast. And I'm so glad that Corolla's around to help everybody out as I delete everything from MySpace.com. It is, it's like the closing of well, you're a man with great taste in music. It doesn't get you better than that. It's true. You know what this is? You're jealous. You're all jealous that you guys don't have friends all over the country like I do. They are your friends, man. They are. It says friends. <laughs> <laughs> We're all going to have a party sometime. We're going to hang out. Right. Yeah. Um, I've erased everything now, I, I believe. I believe all of the information is gone on RadioHideout.com, or uh, on uh, MySpace.com. <sighs> all right. Let's take a break. <laughs> all right. <laughs> 
Uh, Johnny Poo, you're in the hideout on JFK. <laughs> hey, this is Johnny Poo, and uh, I was calling, I wanted to let you know, I uh, last night thanked Brittany, Melissa, Joanna, and Reverend. Now, Johnny Poo, you're uh, one of uh, Hefe's friends. On yeah, I met him on MySpace. <laughs> Son of a bitch. I see you on the friends all list. Right. You're a good-looking guy. Now look at all these sons of bitches who are adding me and want to be my friends on MySpace. <laughs> That's how I got to bang Brittany, Melissa, and Rev9. Oh, <laughs> Rev9. You son of a bitch. Beat it. Um, oh, God. All right. Maybe I should... Uh, Tolu... Does that mean that Black Albert is on MySpace? Oh, God. Of course. I remember... I'm done. Like a year ago... No, no, you're outspoken and confident. <laughs> you can't be done. I erased everything. I erased everything. Are y'all having a blast here? You seem like you're having a good time. Let's take a break. I really hate you guys. I had one I had one joy in life. I seriously had one I joy in life. I thought this was your outlet, though. What? MySpace? No, radio. It says it on your profile. It is. It was. Until I got thrown to Sunday afternoons. And so all week long, I'm on MySpace.com. And now, all of a sudden, I have nothing. <laughs> now, you guys, because of one sat Sunday afternoon show and one segment, have ripped away maybe the only thing that kept me happy during the week. Well, glad I could help. All this means is that I'm just going to call you constantly. And ask you what you think about a perfect thank, circle. Thank God I have caller ID. <laughs> Son of a bitch. Because I don't answer. As I look back. I, I listen to your message and then I figure, should I call back? That's what I do with you. I hate you. I hate you. I hate you. Why? Why do I, you hate me? I hate you because you didn't add me as a friend. Because <laughs> I knew all these like Johnny Poos would end up figuring out who I was. Right. Let's move your shirt off. You have up. friends. You have Chino's girls. <laughs> Seriously. I really, I, uh, delete. <laughs> delete. You have Bill Haas. He's your friend. <laughs> Am I Bill Haas, the guy we started this segment with in the St. Louis, the school board guy? If you weren't allergic to cats, I'm sure you would be. <laughs> My frog has all four of its legs. <laughs> Joanna has all two of hers. That's actually uh, Joanna Angel from that we interviewed from the uh, zombie porn. So, see, it's okay if you're a celebrity and on there. Yeah, she is. Wow. And that's what I am, a Sunday afternoon celebrity. Let's take a break. We'll come back. <laughs> Delete! This is the Hideout 106.7, you sons of bitches. Now I completely have nothing. WJFK. Welcome back into the hideout, 106.7 WJFK, Hefe uh, and Dubs, Sunday afternoon edition of the hideout, rolling strong until 7 o'clock. It's not the Sunday afternoon edition of the hideout, it's the normal edition, this is what we're going to be doing for a little bit. Yeah, you know, in fact, I, I forgot to mention it when we were talking about the whole reason why yeah. we're on Sundays, we can get into that for a second if you want to. Uh, coming up though, Celebrity Justice, someone from the television show Celebrity Justice will be joining us to talk about the Michael Jackson case, Bill Cosby and his troubles, R. Kelly, Paris Hilton, a lot of stuff going on. And I want to ask them too, what is it uh, about celebrities and their business? 
uh, that we have to completely get immersed in, you know. So I'd, I'd like to go into that a little bit. Mark St. Amont from the SportsRag.com will join us as well uh, to talk about the Super Bowl. But we uh, we did not mention the fact that uh, this go-round, I see you guys are up to no good over there. No, no. I just had to put my uh, Joe legal IDs in. Okay. <laughs> but um, we, I know what the company is doing. Yeah. With everything that happened, as much as I do believe uh, we got hosed, I guess you could say. Um, it, it's, it's not as much hosed as not giving the shot we worked for and deserved. Right. Exactly. And the company is giving itself options. The options are for whenever Howard leaves. Maybe they thought uh, you guys didn't want to work here. What? Maybe they uh, figured you guys were just doing this as a hobby or something. Oh, that's true. Yeah, that that's been eight years in the business getting to this point. Yeah, uh, you, you. I thought you liked board hopping. Shut up. So <laughs> great it, opportunity. <laughs> and make sure you play those legal IDs. Fantastic opportunity. But I know the company is giving itself options. And again, God bless uh, the junkies being back on JFK. Good for Big O and Dukes. Yeah, we hold no ill will towards them. Abs- and, I'll, and I mean this in all honesty. Really don't. Not a single uh, issue with anybody uh, here. And I wish everybody had nothing but the absolute best. But. <laughs> That's professional. <laughs> I, I was figuring it might be an important call because I've never seen the number before. And I know Cameron's out of town, so I. Picked it up, and it was my grandma. Remember how she uh, emailed us at RadioHideout.com? He forwarded it on to me, and I was avoiding her until my dad, knew, knowingly that I didn't want to talk to her, because he doesn't want to talk to her either, pawned her off on me. So now I get no, nonstop calls from my deadbeat grandmother. Really? Yeah. Uh, she emailed us at JFKHideout at AOL.com. Yeah. What, uh, what's the issue with that? Why are you? Um, she's just psycho. You want to talk to her on the air? No. I sacrificed my personal life for the last. I put break. my mom on the car and the air before. So. I know, um, but again, anyway, I know this. You know, I know the station's trying to give itself options, and now we are back here doing the Sunday afternoon thing for the exact same reason, uh, to give the station opportunity for options, yep. and also too to uh, give ourselves options, which uh, still remain plentiful. But it is fun. I'm, I, I truly, truly say that I love this town. And you know, when we did our final farewell hideout show. We weren't expecting to come back on the weekends and do anything. Not at all. Um, it, it took a while for us to say, okay, we'll do it. Um, we went through a lot of stuff where knee-jerk reactions, screw it, we don't want to. Well, we're we're done. angry. Yeah, and rightfully so, I think. I completely agree that, you know, it was when they'd say, hey, um, let's see how you do on the weekends, and then we can get you back on uh, full time. And we go, hey, we did that. Yeah, and we've we've went through those. We've done that before. Not only did we grow as a show, but we also proved it numbers-wise. And that's the only thing you can really do. And when we think about it, when we were sitting there thinking about it, all right, we go through all that again. What's to say we won't get screwed again? Right. But we decided to come back because, for one, I was tired of answering the uh, or not knowing what the, what the answer was to the people asking why don't you guys just come back and do a weekend show when people were IMing, our fans were IMing us. That. Right. And, right. Uh, you know. There's really no reason not to. And you might as well stay fresh. And that's the thing about it. You stay fresh. You keep things going. You have a little bit of fun like we just did. We ruined a host's personal life and the only true joy that he has in MySpace.com. And everybody's you happy. You are so sad that uh, that's your only joy in your life. Yeah. 
Thanks for ruining it. I never, I never saw so many happy people during a commercial break running around. Look at this. Look at this. Ha ha ha. What a clown. He's got this posted. Explore more mediums. All right. Thank you, Jay the Dirty Cop. Yeah, you need to explore more mediums. Maybe you can find happiness there. Stick to chauffeuring. We're <laughs> all laughing in the background. Um, so this all kind of came up because I was talking about going through a midlife crisis, and you know I'm going through a separation. So. And then I see that Drew Barrymore and Donald Trump are both getting married for the third time each, not to each other, but to their own their own specific people. And I say to myself, why? Why is it this institution of marriage is so held up and so supposed to be everything that man and women are are supposed to strive for well i yeah I, I have a lot of trouble in why people find the importance in that um me and my chick were talking yesterday and she said she wanted a nice a real nice watch for her birthday good for That's her fine she deserves yeah. it and then she said and uh, i'm expecting a uh, engagement ring by christmas and i Ooh. said Ooh. no really no i mean and uh, there's probably no doubt in my mind that she'll be the one i end up marrying yeah wonderful woman but the whole thing is <laughs> what what are you laughing at way to go out on a limb there dubs wow oh, you're laughing at what dub said okay yeah. thank you what do you I, mean you're just like there's no doubt she's the one i'm gonna be with probably well seriously you, I mean, never you never know, know. you never know you i know but I'm she could get of... run over by a truck tomorrow you never know but the thing is you're just asking for someone to drive a truck <laughs> no, no you weren't i'm no, just kidding but the thing is, right now in my life, why? Right. You know, I'm I'm in my twenties. Why wait? Why not wait till like maybe thirty, thirty-five? Why even get married, dude? That's why I ask you. Why? Having been there, and I'm telling you, my chick when I was married was amazing. I'm I dare say there probably isn't a. Obviously, isn't, you weren't. Was you guys aren't together anymore? <laughs> right. But there wasn't a better wife on this earth. But it just if if I couldn't make it work with her, there's no way I'd be able to make it work with anybody. And I just do not think that the institution of marriage itself is worth a damn. And then you see these people doing it for the third time now. And especially with me, someone who really isn't a God person, really doesn't think that, you know, living with someone is of it? the opposite sex is a sin right? or, you know, a bad thing. I just don't see the point other than to appease the parents, to make them happy. Oh, he's finally married. He's uh, making something of himself. He's, you know, holding a full-time job. He's doing this. He's doing that. And he's married and getting kids, right. which I also don't think is going to happen. Is anyone, soon. anyone else around here married that we have on the crew? Uh, uh, Matt, you've never had sex. Um, <laughs> but I would love for, I'd love an honesty poll of just talking to uh, a person and asking them truly, are you happy in your marriage? And I'm telling you, for those of them who want to be honest, in the hideout, we don't use our real names. It's El Jefe and J-Dubs 106.7 WJFK. The majority of people are going to be like, no, dude, I'm really not happy. If I could get out, I would. It's just going to cost me too much money. It's not worth it. I really don't think it's worth it. Yes, Jay the Dirty Cop. I have a buddy who... He puts on a happy face, but he tells me he's miserable. He's got two kids, and she had a kid before they were married, and he just bought a house. Oh. And your life is over. Oh. The life is over at that point. 
Not necessarily over, but it might be over in a lot of ways that you've enjoyed your whole life, you know? Right. Yes, uh, a friend of mine is getting married. Someone who I'm sort of surprised. Well, I always figured he'd get married and then divorced like 25 times. But a few days ago, he's like, hey, did I tell you? My girl's pregnant. And I was like, what? And he's like, yeah, she's three and a half months pregnant. And I was like, good for you. And he was all happy, but I was like, what the hell are you doing? Actually, my friend's getting married uh, September 17th, and I'll probably be going back to Michigan for that. And uh, Hopefully you won't have to go back. I, hopefully, I won't to, hopefully it'll just be a drive. Right. Um, <laughs> but he, uh, I just, I called him and told him congratulations just so I can, you know, keep in touch with him and get the free booze. But yeah, you know, I, I really did not mean congratulations when I told him that. When you when you hear your buddy is going to get married and you're just like, it's are like you sure? Family. Yeah, you're like you, you know what are you going to do? If, so I have come up with this thing, and it, I haven't thought it out completely. So if you're a lawyer, I'd love your your thought on it. I've been thinking about this, and I don't know if I heard it somewhere else first. Maybe I did, and somehow I have convoluted my mind into thinking that I came up with it. But what if there was? literally a marriage contract where it was like baseball and boring you, and you signed it yeah god it is and you signed a chick or a husband or whatever to like a, a five-year deal <laughs> with an option for two and after the end of the five or the seven or any there in between you can reevaluate you can reevaluate you could take it to arbitration. You could decide whether or not you want to extend the contract. Or everybody goes their separate ways at the end of the contract and says, this was a great run. This team worked during this time. But let's uh, let's go our separate ways. Well, I've always, you know, tried to look at it as, you know, I, I've had almost the same thought parallel to yours, but leasing the car. You know, hmm. you lease the car with the option to buy. And at the end of the lease, if you've enjoyed the car... If it's been a nice ride, if it hasn't blown out too many uh, wheels, you know, if the engine's still running strong on it, you keep it. If at the end of the three years you're like, you know what, I'd rather have a Cadillac. <laughs> or maybe... I'd rather have a Japanese car. Or, a, or an El Camino. <laughs> you into that? <laughs> but I, I do wonder... Hey, Brown. <laughs> hey. I do wonder, though, why why we couldn't go in this direction, because I think you would see people be a lot happier if you went into it knowing we're going to give each other five years. We're going to do the five-year thing. And at the end of the five years, you'd see people at, I don't know, 18, 19, getting married, saying this is the perfect person for me to spend my early 20s with. But then you're done with that, and now let's move on and you see. You might be done with it, you know. Then you, you, you know, you're like, all right, maybe she's good for the 30s, too. She could be. Yeah. But you, you aren't locked in. And then you hit 37, and you're like, I like the 24-year-old. Maybe I'll go with that model for two or three years. And you don't have to – hell, you could sign a one-year deal. You don't have to go all out. You don't yeah. have to go into these extended, bloated, you know, um, Kevin Garnett contracts. You take it slow and steady. Yes, Matt Albert. Could there be a trade clause in that contract where you yeah, parties? I think, oh. but you have to uh, – there's fees. <laughs> Transaction fees? Yeah, there's transaction fees. And you don't know taxes. And there is a salary cap as well. <laughs> Rita, you're in the hideout on JFK. Hey guys, how are you doing? Hey baby, what's up? Hey, look okay, you said you wanted a lawyer's opinion, so right. I'm calling in. But um 
I think marriage pretty much is like a contract already anyway. It I mean, is, marriage but is the contract. It's not open-ended. And you have, well, and you can do your premarital agreement, and you can set it up to be any way you want, but if you break up within so many years, you know, property's divided like this, and, and you can set up your marriage to be like a contract. So you could, you could realistically, Dubs, let's say you're going to marry your chick, all right? Yeah. You could tell her, this is what we're going to do. we got a five-year plan here. We're going to get married on a, f- if if we both decide, if we both do not decide to renew at five years, it's over. And everything. We, is- we split everything up. Uh, that's just the way it's going to be. And then if she went into that mindset knowing, okay, we're going to have a great five years, and you with the same thing, I think you'd have a better marriage, wouldn't you? Or would you not? What do you think, Rita? It really depends on the girl. As a chick. There you go. Perfect. Rita, well, what do you think? I don't think so. I think that marriage is based on, on a lot more than just the things you co- you contract for, living together and property. It's got to be about things that aren't tangible, like trust and, you know, that you don't feel like you want to have to contract for love. But then if you have babies, too, you really have to think about, you know, the, the legal standing and legal rights to kids and records and all this stuff. And that's where see, marriage comes into play, too. And see, the kid thing, that uh, that throws a monkey wrench into my whole thing. Because then if your chick gets pregnant, what, are you signing an 18-year deal then? Oof. Are you locked in for the 18 years no, and there's nothing not you can do? Oh, you're, See, locked, you're locked in for a lot more you, than that. You, you, the clauses you add in there are abortion clauses. <laughs> you add in that, you know, hey, if, get- uh, if I strongly disagree on this pregnancy and uh, you can't talk me out of it within uh, 60 days, that thing's gone. Putting you on the practice well, squad. And this is where I, I hang up on you guys and tell you to have a great show. All right. They, I'm just wondering, Rita. I mean, I'm not, I'm not kidding here. Because people are getting divorced at this insane rate. I mean, yeah. it's, you know, obviously it's like... And know, then, like, 50%. maybe maybe if it's a five-year contract, at the end of the five years, it doesn't count as a divorce. No, yeah? no, no. You were married, and it... It worked, were, it worked for the uh, contract terms. In fact, you were successful in marriage. Yeah. You lived out the five-year deal. You even had the option. You hit your bonus. You know? I don't know. Maybe I'm wrong. Uh... Ogre, you're in the hideout, 106.7 WJFK. What's up, fellas? What's happening, brother? How's it going, bro? Good to talk to you. Hey, nice to talk to you all, too. Um, unfortunately, I'm a couple-time loser in the marriage department. Right. Uh, a couple things. One, when you have kids, man, it's a lot longer than 18 years. It's it's uh, it's the- one of those deals where you're kind of in it for, you know, you're kind of tied to that person. For life. For, for, yeah. I mean, <laughs> in, some, in some form of fashion, for life. Right, because the woman that was in love with the twenty-year-old ogre hates the forty-year-old ogre. I mean, she probably wishes me dead. And you know, you know? That, that's the funny thing too is that you changed so much. She almost got her wish. Almost. It <laughs> changed so much over a course of of time that it doesn't. You become different people. Yeah, I'm a totally different person now than I was than I was twenty years ago. Totally different. And people do change. That's a really good important. A really good point, Hefe. People do change, and, Thank you. and they kind of grow, and, and, and they move, and they shift, and, and your emotions grow, and before you know it, you're blogging, and you know, and, and you change. <laughs> All change. right. Thank you. Thank you. No, but, when, hey, when you're blogging, you know it's over. <laughs> All right. It is, it's true. When you're blogging, no, and that means you're probably hogging. One more thing about my... <laughs> yes. My, my relationship with uh, Penelope. Right. We've been together for seven years, mm-hmm. and we talk about marriage all the time. And every time the subject comes up, we both look at each other and we say, why do we want to take a chance on changing anything? Everything's just fine the way that it is right now. Yep. 
I say, and I know how you feel, Dubs. I know how you feel, buddy. I say, hey, it's great. I'm sorry. No, go ahead, brother. Nothing. Beat it. Five thousand. All right, 5,000. I was just going to say, it's great to have you guys back. I'll thank, see you later. Thanks. How are we doing? We're, we're doing a great job. How are we doing? Are we doing okay? Hey, are we all right? We're doing okay? Um, I'm loving it. Let's burn some t-shirts. Shut up. <laughs> you don't have to get specific. <laughs> Try to be nice. Yeah, and we're... Subtle. Subtle. Don't do it. Don't do it. Subtlety. Nick, you're in the hideout at 106.7 WJFK with our Hefe and J-Dubs and friends. Hey, guys. Thanks a lot. I was just going to say on this whole marriage thing, I think kids are what really just screw up everything we've been talking about. Right. I mean, you know, that's obvious. I will say, though, in Europe, or I know specifically with the Latinas, it seems like families a lot stronger. Kids don't leave their family to a much later age. Yeah. In America, you know, it's a lot more individual. Kids trying to get out and be on their own, more like animals. So maybe we're moving towards that. You know, eventually, right after you pop them out at birth, like the animal kingdom, mom and dad just take home. And who knows, maybe we're moving towards that. That would help a whole lot, this whole marriage thing, and making it like a contract. I see what you're saying, because it's the kids that's holding everything back. All right, that's kind of a neat analogy. Nice job. Nick. Goddamn right. kids ruin everything. And Mexicans have uh, kids in litters, right? No, we don't. <laughs> oh. And why would you laugh? Don't they have, like, six nipples and everything? No! <laughs> I have two. They're very furry, too. That is true. <laughs> I'm not going to argue with that. They're like chihuahuas. Uh, okay, stop. All right. Uh, very smelly chihuahuas. Wonder oh. <laughs> says... Marriage is based on permanence. If you have the option to leave, you're more likely to exercise that right. It's like a second job. You enjoy the money, but if you catch any crap, you're willing to quit. I don't think that changes anything from right now. I mean, if you aren't happy, why wouldn't you quit? Because I'm telling you, dude, getting stuck in a relationship you're not into, and you're literally you're stuck at that point. Where do you go? What happens next? Yeah, Jay, how does it feel? <laughs> Fake your own death. That's true. You move. You move to the next place. All right, Dubs, let's take a break. We'll come back. This is actually uh, some people uh, kill their wives to get out of it, or at least allegedly do. There was uh, the Robert too much. The Robert Blake case uh, is uh, maybe an example of that. And an example of someone who did because the baby got there, uh, Scott Peterson. Right. You know, and he, he couldn't handle that kind of, oh, now I am stuck. Right. Let's talk to Pat LaLama of Celebrity Justice next. We're going to get the scoop on Michael Jackson. We'll talk a little bit about uh, some of the other cases out there, like Bill Cosby, uh, Paris Hilton, and uh, R. Kelly. So a little uh, celebrity stuff coming up next in the hideout. El Jefe and J-Dubs until 7 o'clock. It's the hideout 106.7 WJFK. There's been a lot of talk about his next song. This song is not a rebel song. This song is Sunday. Sunday. I can't believe the news today. Can't close my eyes and make it go away. How long? How long? We sing this song. How long? Too, too, too long. Too long. Tonight. Tonight, tonight, tonight. Broken bottles under children's feet. Body strewn across the dead damn streets. But I won't leave the battle hall. It puts my back up, puts my back up against the wall. Sunday, Sunday. Welcome back into the hideout 106.7 WJFK, Washington, D.C., El Jefe, and J Dubs. Thank you to Ron and Fez for the uh, W version of Sunday, Bloody Sunday. And the president declares the Iraqi election a success. I was watching a little bit of it today, uh, actually last night when it started. And uh, it was 7 a.m. there, so I 
you can take it as uh, what it is, but uh, they said uh, Baghdad uh, turnout was small to non-existent. So it might have gotten better throughout the day, but when I was watching, I wouldn't say success. It says, here's the headline on the AOL for broadband. Iraqis embrace democracy in large numbers Sunday, standing in long lines in defiance of mortar attacks, suicide bombers, and boycott calls. Um, it's no longer AOL for broadband. Oh, it's, it's American Online. It's wonderful we credit them. Oh, Jesus. America Online. Actually, I got it on Yahoo. <laughs> Oh, uh, you know, maybe we'll talk about this a little bit later on. It's always a democracy when uh, a, a portion of the people don't participate. That always works out really, really well. Happens here. Yeah, I guess only fifty percent show up here. We, well, and some are specifically left out. And I could get into it. Let's not though. Let's talk celebrities for a little bit. Um, Dubs, we uh, you, we are fascinated here in America more than with what's going on everywhere else in the world. We're fascinated that Paris Hilton had a sex tape. And then we're fascinated with the fact that she stole it, uh, apparently. Fascinated or turned on. Whatever the case. Uh, joining us from the television show, Celebrity Justice, Pat LaLama. Uh, you can catch Celebrity Justice on Channel 7 here in Washington, D.C. How are you, Pat? Hey, I'm very well. Uh, but let me just tell you before we start on the celebs, the turnout in Iraq was 60%. Wow. 60%, 60 of people get yeah, out there. Yeah, it's a huge huge success and i'm really happy about when it. when i was uh but in the morning it was uh, -huh. uh non-existent wasn't it i mean basically no one was turning out in the morning but at least when i was watching it last night at like midnight well you know i, yeah. I have to tell you if we, i don't want to get political here but i will well, yeah, I, think a lot, I think a lot of that is an agenda on the part of the media to i mean I, if i read to you the, the front of the la times today iraqis cast ballots amid explosions and anxiety i mean they, they and then they say got off to a slow start and everything's really negative but the fact is it was just the opposite the well you know that. i mean there's always a spin no matter what you're watching i was watching cnn last night and i'm just going to say this real quick when i was watching the uh people getting interviewed uh, out there, it looked so scripted. It looked, you know? Well, CNN, CNN clearly has an agenda. I mean, oh, they clearly not, not have. Not as big as Fox's, but okay. Well, well, you know what? Fox is only an answer to the major, major control that media has had uh, from the left. I mean, most newspapers. Are we talking to Dr. Lars Lessinger? Uh, I like left her. leaning, <laughs> and thank God somebody like Fox came along, along and said, okay, well, you know what? We're wow. going to try to tip the, tip the balance. Are you uh, on the right show right now? <laughs> yeah, well, I don't know. I'm just telling you how I feel, and you can like it or not, Re but I'm just telling you, people need to know Rent that out Fox. the media has been controlled by liberals for so long that finally they're going to answer. Oh, okay, honey, you got to be kidding me. Are you no, more I shocked? am not kidding. We're, you we're so in an age of disinformation and the government, you know, controlling and propagandizing what gets fed to us like the sheep that we are in America. Wait, we, we, hold on, hold on. We, we ignore what's going on everywhere else so we can watch Celebrity Justice. So you can be interested in Paris Hilton? I mean, I don't and, know. And, getting, <laughs> and, and forget about the fact that we're killing people all over the world. Oh, for Christ's sake. Uh, okay. All right. Anyway, we want to talk to Left to do that. Why does, <laughs> does left-wing media need, need an answer? Why, why, does the, why does Fox News have to be right? Why did, what what, hap what happened to uh, just, just you're, you're telling me you think CNN is down the middle? You think Dan Rather is well, down the middle? That's CNN. More than more than Fox is. Oh my God! I can't even believe I'm talking to you. I can't even believe we're having this conversation. I, I think can't we either. Really need to move on to celebrities. Okay, because, hey, how about oh. that Bill Cosby? Yeah, <laughs> that son of a bitch. How about that Bill Cosby? Oh, oh that no, Bill O'Reilly. You know, oh yeah. Bill, Bill Cosby uh, is—you uh, know—he's admitted that he did touch the woman. Now, 
All right, that's so, the latest. All right, so what's, all right, let's start off uh, with everything. We got off on mm-hmm. a bad foot. Uh, mm-hmm. Let's forget everything politics right now as we talk to Pat LaLama. Of, uh-huh. of, uh, I, I don't think she can forget now. Ah, she hates <laughs> us now. I, I'm willing to put, but let bygones be no, bygones. I just, I just get frustrated by people who are led by a guy like named Michael Moore and don't really look at the facts. I get frustrated by goddamn Bill O'Reilly <laughs> and Sean Hannity <laughs> and Rush Limbaugh <laughs> who are out there as puppets for this goddamn administration <laughs> that wants to do nothing oh, but have a crusade against like Christ, <laughs> Christianity, a, cru- a crusade to spread capitalism, and we're going down the tube, honey, and if you don't see that, you're insane! Why do I have to leave? It's my country! I can't argue with you! You and your people insist on us keeping our mouths shut! That's not America! You want to live in propaganda Hitler times where nobody can say anything that they want to. This is insane. That's what you want. You want us to fall in line and seek how. Okay, I'm done. I'm done. If you're, if you're gonna no, beat it. We're done with you, and your show sucks. Beat it. <laughs> it's an awful show, and you're one of the goddamn hypocrites who are feeding us the lies with what Bill Cosby does and what R. Kelly does. Why don't you look at the president? Why don't you look at this asswipe and what he did growing up? You clown. Shame on you, honey. Shame on you for pretending to care about America. Hey, and shame on us for giving uh, Tommy another headache to deal with. I swear to Christ, I call you the C word now. From now on, you're booking all the guests you want. <laughs> all right, now, Tom, I like to ask Tommy about this after we get done. Uh, I don't know. Her publicist was really nice too. She was the idiot that had to go there. <clears throat> so what's new is Bill? Oh, she left. <laughs> Get her back on the phone so I can yell at her some more. I'm sure she won't answer. Leave her a message. <laughs> You're stupid, stupid idiots. You're red. A success? Democratize or I'll shoot? Is that what we're living in now? Look at this. The world's falling apart around us. But we're going to pretend like everything's okay because Michael Jackson's going to go on trial. And let's sit here and let's pay attention to Michael Jackson and forget about the fact that the administration lied to us. And I love how the, the, the thing of Michael Moore put out a video that was widely popular, so we worship him now. Right, yeah, we all worship Michael Moore. He's get- a fat lard, and you're ugly, honey. <laughs> I've been to the website. Matt wouldn't bang you. <laughs> hey, hey, don't speak for me. It's the hideout 106.7 WJFK. Are you all right now? I think you needed that. I did. <laughs> I was talking to management then, too. <laughs> Irvin, you're in the hideout. El Fafe. Yeah. Hey, man, uh, I didn't think you had the gonads to do that, but, man, I'll give you an A-plus for that one. She needed to be put in her place. She needed to be slapped like yes. Bill O'Reilly needs to yes. be slapped. Uh, bitch slapped. D-slapped. Right. Get right. the Sorry slap. That. Thank you. Thank you, Irvin. Aren't you a feminist? <laughs> what happened to that? Like all goes out the window when Fox <laughs> News comes up in the conversation. Who are these people who want to say that we can't argue? With what's going on in America. I'm sorry, I think uh, Mussolini had that stance. As did Hitler. 
<laughs> as did any other goddamn dictatorship. I can't question you. I'm not allowed to look at you. CNN is so far to the left. Is this the way all the guests are going to go on the Sunday show from now on? <laughs> yes. We have a whole week penned up in us. I mean, <laughs> when, when, yeah, when uh, when I, we were doing a show every day, we could you know calm ourselves. But... I thought deviginized Mark dot com had it bad. <laughs> yeah, yeah we, that was that was definitely the worst he, ridicule. He, he emailed me afterward. He goes, "So what was the general consensus of the interview?" <laughs> You're a dork. <laughs> I just uh, didn't reply. Will, you're in the hideout. Yeah, I'm from Celebrity Justice, and um, I'd like to have our next guest come in the studio. <laughs> Thank you. Will, I'll set that up with Tommy Bateman. He'll make it all happen. Sounds great. Looking forward to it. Oh, well, they'll come in for a leather strap match. <laughs> I'm all wound up. No. Eric, you're in the hideout. Hey, I bet you she doesn't go to gay bars in Texas. <laughs> <laughs> Son of a bitch. Thank you. Only she has a bomb strapped to her. 5,000. I wonder if she has a MySpace account. All right. All right. Lawson, you're in the hideout, WJFK. Hey, what's up, man? Oh, you got a bad cell, man. You're cutting out. Hold on Maybe we're speaking a different language. <sighs> yeah, let's ship them out, too. Hey, well, she's an Emmy award-winning journalist. I thought I saw something on her profile about Fox News. Let she, me see this. she covered the Los Angeles riots, the O.J. Simpson I'm sure case. she was dropping the N-bomb. <laughs> Rodney King and Reginald Denny. <laughs> oh, great. Not, I'm sure she's throwing rocks at the black people. <laughs> I'm sure there wasn't a slant in her covering O.J. or Reginald Denny. I'm, where is her? Give me, find me, go find me her link. This, this Pat Lalama. I thought it was a guy. Yeah, that's right. Look at her picture. It is. Oh. <laughs> I want to see it. About the show. I'm clicking on about the show. Can't find this. <laughs> All right, here we go. Pat LaLama. With the blonde? Nice tuck job. <laughs> <laughs> Look at her. What is this? I thought I saw something about Fox News in there somewhere. Hmm. That's a couple yep. of facelifts. Appearing on... Uh, you know what? I wish I'd seen this. She appears on CNN. You hypocrite. How dare you? All right, Lawson, you're back. What's up, bro? Man, that, that was absolutely great. Can you guys hear me? Yeah, yeah we can hear you now. Yeah, that, that was absolutely great. I wish there were more liberals who would be willing to stand up and, you know, you know, say that this administration is absolutely wrong. It, I, I was laughing my head when you went on, on off on that lady. I, I I could go through so much more too. I mean, I have no. I have, you know, I've worked I, with you for I a while. Get her back. <laughs> I know. I'd love to lay into. Hey, if there are any other Republicans willing to call in, I'll rip you a new one. Eight six six two seven seven forty nine six nine. Allow me to educate you and slap you and wake you up. You goddamn sheep! Don't break Ron's mic. <laughs> oh, oh, sorry. Um, now I was. Uh, I've been working with you for quite a while now. Yeah, yeah, I've yeah. never seen that before. That caught me completely off guard too. I mean, I I thought you would give it to her, but I I didn't think you'd lose your voice doing it. That was crazy. Do we have the tape? I want you to pull the tape and we'll play it back. Yeah, we'll do that I next just, break. I just looked down and was like, "Mommy, Daddy, don't fight." <laughs> Please. Well, there's there's a problem with one of the computers in the back. It's uh, recording on one channel because oh. the uh, engineers are great. <laughs> Some things just don't change it, though. So you only got her Actually, side. during the first segment, it was fine, and then all of a sudden, it just dropped out the one channel. So we don't have that? Oh, we can, oh, we can, we can, we can, we can fix it. Yeah. It'll it's just sound kind of weird. No, well, we can just copy it, put the other channel Trust down there. Me. One channel's blaring loud, and the other's oh, nothing. Hey, but El Sol's up and running. <laughs> Perfectly. 
New digital equipment. It's wonderful. It's a hideout 106.7 WJ. I'm hiring. Brian, you're in the hideout. Hey, guys. How's it going? What's up, brother? Yeah, great show. Glad you guys are back. Thank um, you. I, are we doing okay? Are we doing okay? Uh, uh, you weren't up until that point. <laughs> now you guys yes. are doing great. I wasn't. I didn't mean. Go ahead. I got to tell you, if, if that rant, the audio of that rant is not up on your website at 7.01 p.m. tonight, <laughs> then you guys have just failed miserably because I have to go to hear that again. All right. We'll post it on RadioHideout.com. And, and we'll play All right. Good luck, guys. All right. Later, bro. bro. And I'm not going to lie to you, dude. I've been kind of slacking on keeping up on politics. Because I am so... Dejected. Just thrown off. When you look around, for for the president to attempt to say that he this war was justified, look at, look at, look at the turnout of the election. Half of the people in this country don't agree with you. And yet you have the balls to call it a mandate. Do you know what a mandate is? Do you have a dictionary? Isn't that what you used to go on on your... All right. Uh, Texas Tech back in the day. <laughs> the gay bars. Um, redneck something or other, you're in the hideout on JFK. Now, son, LFA, how can you not love George W. Bush? Right. George W. Bush had not underfunded Texas police. You would not be in this country. All right. Thank you. <laughs> not, not underfunded. That was classy. True, though. Yes, Tommy Bateman. Nothing, just uh, waiting to check my email later. <laughs> and you know what? You know what's so funny about these Republicans? This this bitch who comes on here, this Pat Lalama. I don't know, but I'm sure you're going to tell us. <laughs> <laughs> We're playing a little song coming back. We're talking about a little politics. She can't keep her stupid mouth shut and talk about uh, celebrity news, what she should be talking about. Well, I really wanted to know about... Uh, Nicole Kidman's house being bugged, and is it part of a larger plot? She's lucky to be on television. <laughs> well, she's on at 3.30 a.m. every day, so take that. Call her back. She should no. be in the kitchen barefoot. Just call her. Yeah, just call her back. Call her back over here. Don't put her on the air. Just Bad say. monkey, you do it. No, get over here. <laughs> get over Tom. here and do it. I want to hear this. I don't think I have a number anywhere. Oh, I've I'd, got You know what? Here. You call her, Dubs. <laughs> I'd love to call her. <laughs> Ask her if she wants to be a civilized woman. Tell her to be a woman like W wants her to be and be barefoot. Oops. Okay. Ask her if she gets home touched. Call her cell. Uh, Call her at home. home. <laughs> you stupid sick. She's probably on the line talking to Hannity right now. You never believe like that what... That Combs it, is a bastard, isn't he? You never believe what happened. These these Americans actually had the, the goal to stand up and say something. Right. Oh, God. She doesn't have your number. <laughs> I don't think I gave it to the publicist, I hope. At least Shasta Bates double-ups. worked out today. <laughs> She's the only one you didn't hang up on. Although I, I figured you guys were close a few times. <laughs> oh, Shasta. No, she was cool. She was a lesbian. Yeah. <laughs> I hope Still things, things go better She's with Mark Stainamont. You had a Tony Kukoc reference in there. It was great. It's a hideout 106.7 WJFK. I just uh, lost it on the air. You know the last time I lost it like that? Election night. It was election night. When I started beating it all came racing back to you, didn't it? It did. The whole thing. Four more years. I'm going to say this now, dude. We're in trouble in this country. Take a look around at what's happening. Here and abroad. We are so far in debt. If the, Saudi, if the Saudis decided, hey, uh, we're going to screw America and we want all the money paid back right now. Bankruptcy. Let's reorganize Social Security right now. Yeah. Does this bitch dollars. not even have an answer machine? She probably turned it off. Call herself. 
Social Security is going to be another trillion dollars. And we'll Ask her that. to explain how the economy is going so well. How people continue to lose their jobs, but Chick-fil-A's open up in Silver Spring, so people are making seven bucks an hour. Really? That much? <laughs> Although I heard something about uh, Plugs for a certain people. radio company that's going to try and pay new board ops like minimum wage. I'm sure it's going to happen. <laughs> All right. That was a sight gag. I'm sure it was a sight gag. JW's leaving a message? Hopefully. <clears throat> what else go. were we going to talk to uh, Patrick? Hi, Pat. Hey, it's uh, JW's from the hideout, 106.7 <laughs> WJFK. How are you doing? Hey, uh, we were wondering if you wanted to come back on. I think everybody's calmed down here. All right, hold on. Sweet. She back? Yeah. I'm really sorry. <laughs> no, no. Hold on. I got her now. Is that her? Yeah. You there, Pat? I'm here. I'm sorry. I lost him. Oh, don't be sorry, man. I apologize. I really do. What's going on? Oh, she hung up on us now. Pat, are you there? And she hung up on us. Her phone got cut off. Disconnected. Hmm. It was the left-wing media that did it. Yeah. It was meant to be. I'm not we'll sorry. You know what it was? I think there's a delay on that board, so I think we hung up on her. When Call you her hit, back. When you <laughs> get her back on the phone. She won't be too mad. Nick, you're in the hideout, WJFK. Yeah, guys, look up. I was just going to say real quick, I was at the inauguration protest, you know, in D.C., and just the reason you don't hear any uproar and stuff is if you just see the kind of people that typically support Bush and his kind of politics, I mean, I swear, if I saw another woman in a fur coat, I was going to go crazy. Rich men in suits and shocker. It was like, find the black guy. It's so many <laughs> old white people. Oh, it just pissed me off so bad. You know, and I have come up with this, dude, when it comes to Republicans, Nick. I've come up with this theory. I think the agenda with Republicans is that they want to they wanna limit choice. Because think about it. They don't want women to have the choice with what to do with their bodies. When it comes down to it, they don't want you to have the choice of where it is you can go to shop because they're all in favor of these mergers and all these companies buying up each other. Big conglomerates. They don't want you to have any choice when it comes to your life. And I, I don't know if I'm a wacko, but to be perfectly honest with you, I'd like to have a couple of options here and there. I'm not interested in having her back on. I've, I'm, I'm, I'm now getting back on a roll, and I'm not going to talk about celebrity justice. She wants to come back on and apologize. Just do it. Come on. But, but I honestly believe it's to that point where they don't want us to have any choice. They just want us to uh, to say yes to everything that happens. They, um, that's truly what it is that they're trying to do. And yet, somehow, you people are okay with it. You're what do you mean, blacks? <laughs> Why? Because I was looking at Matt and yeah. Jack. <laughs> when you say you people. You are okay with it. Because you're going to get your $300 back in your tax refund. Because this false... I'm listening to this goddamn Bill O'Reilly who took our slot. And I'm hearing him preach on about how we... It's Friday night. I'm driving home from Thursdays. I flip on 106.7 WJFK. In all actuality, if if things weren't run the way they are, you, you should be hearing the hideout, the hideout, the hideout. Instead... You're hearing the hideout, that voice. And he's talking about how we need to be protected and we need to be safe. and we I busted my butt. <laughs> and we need to get that slot. 
and we need to be safe and I don't know if you don't want to be safe but I don't then I'm telling you you're all you're all a bunch of goddamn wusses as they say in the hood I'm down with that you're af- what are you afraid of what are you literally afraid of in this country are you scared out of your mind about terrorism follow me and smoke weed take pills drop out of school kill people and drink I mean is that what you're is that what you're afraid of is, God, is I'm, I'm senile here is the terrorism that you you feel like you need to be protected, and so you're willing to sacrifice any rights that you have or any rights for your children. Um, so much so that you're willing to abuse people in other countries. The world is so small now. We're really going to think that um, we haven't turned Iraq into a. They'll have hatred for us forever. Have a happy abortion for Christmas. Oh. <laughs> and you don't see it. You don't care. You're watching Celebrity Justice. What's going to stop me from coming in with a load of heroin, setting up a little stand, and selling it to anybody who wants to come through? The hideout? I'm a karma kind of guy. I'm an eastern kind of guy, a wind chime kind of guy. Oh, That's me. please, if there's any karma, if there's any karma in this world, it will all work itself out. And it's going to. It's all going to work itself out. It's going to happen. And it's just a... Uh, it's sad that you're going to wake up one day and you're going to realize, I lost my choices. That's okay, I got TiVo. <laughs> <laughs> That's okay, I got MySpace. Not um, anymore. That's okay, I got the hideout. Oh, uh, wait. Oh, wait. I guess I don't. That's why, my friends, I have dubbed this the Great Regression. We are in the middle of the Great Regression. They're afraid of diversity. They're afraid of creativity. They're afraid of anything that could possibly take away their power. Now, uh, I know that uh, we're on the O'Reilly subject right now, and I know you didn't get a chance to hear this on the Ron and Fez show, I think, a week ago. Pat's back. Is she? Yeah. Hey, how you doing? Good. You ready to apologize? I'm apologizing for nothing. Really? Yeah, really. And you know what? I think it's really ignorant to use the term Nazi. That is such an insult to the millions of Jews who died in the Holocaust. Oh, don't even go there. It's <laughs> I'm not. telling you. It's I'm not. Yeah, it is. It's that, really. It's, that's another. That's that's another amazing spin that they're really, going to use. It's really a base thing to use. What a, I mean, what a horrible thing. What a horrible comparison to make. I mean, I just can't even. It's killing, shocking. To killing people, killing innocent people. There's nothing. I, I mean, thought we were done with this. I'm not. I mean, you're the one that wants to bring up the Nazi thing. No, Are you going to apologize or not? Are you going no, to apologize? I am not apologizing for anything. I'm no, sorry you have a crappy show. I'm sorry. No, I'm sorry you have a crappy show on at three thirty in the morning. Tommy's cringing over here. (laughs) He wants to cry. Just look. He's just expecting phone calls. I think George Lopez is going to do this show. Yeah. Jimmy Smith's. And that's what they try to do. Now they're going to say, how could dare you compare it to Nazis? Now all of a sudden, the Republicans and the administration, you're going to pretend like you care about Jews? You're going to pretend that you care about minorities? Where do you get off? Where are you going to start pretending about that? Now, all of a sudden, you can invoke that. Oh, God. How dare you try to lecture me uh, and and somehow try to turn anything that I said about the administration into something anti-Semitic. You're insane. That's the insanity that these people have. They're going to latch on to one thing. I said Nazis. We're killing innocent people over there. It's happening. And if I'll be goddamned if there aren't people in Iraq who are civilians who will hate America and teach their children to hate America 
because their house got bombed and their brother died. Something like that. But you're not seeing it. You don't care. And quite frankly, no, I don't either. I'm ready to talk sports. Let's medicate, my friends. Let's medicate to, uh, let's medicate. Do you have Vicodin? Please. We still got to be here for another two and a half hours? Hour and, and a half. half. <sighs> Longest show ever. <clears throat> All right, take a couple calls, and then we'll go to break. And I, I've lost my voice. I know you have. You, uh, oh, you, you went on a shouting diatribe. <sighs> and, and here it is again. Move to Mexico or France. Four more great years. <laughs> Where are you living? What country are you seriously paying attention to? You can't be paying attention. You're not. Nick, you're in the hideout. Hey, F.A., hey, you know what? Uh, let me help you out here, man. I'm a Republican. I'm 36 years old and a uh, veteran. And uh, uh, obviously you need a dump, man. You can dump on me because I'm a Republican. and proud to be one, man. What do you want to tell me? <clears throat> what do you need to say to make yourself feel better? I just said it all. Did you hear it? Yeah, I heard everything. Man. You don't agree? You, what, you disagree with everything? You don't think that we're running this country into the ground? No, I don't think George Bush is running the country into the ground, brother. What has he done know, that's so man. great? What did he do? What, is, what did he do in the four years to, de- to deserve being reelected, other than lie to us in the world? Did he do yeah, anything else? Yeah, is quite he, a bit, man. Didn't like he what? Re- didn't he reunite this country on 9-11? Uh, I think 9-11 reunited the country. Done that. What president uh, wouldn't have? Even Jimmy Carter, even uh, any... Any president could have reunited after 9-11, to be perfectly honest with you. You think Bill Clinton would Yes. Yes. Well, of course. That's what presidents do. That's what yeah. public servants do. Are you saying that this country would have fallen apart if it were not for George W. Bush after 9-11? You can't. Zigzagging. Absolutely. Oh, come Absolutely. on. You, you don't think any other president in the history of uh, the United States of America could have reunited? No Democrats could have. <laughs> LBJ might have. Who? Oh, because he's from okay. Texas? Him and L- LBJ and George W. Bush are the only two who could have done it. This is my problem with talking to you guys, Republicans. I sit here and I give you logic. I give you legitimate logic. Ted Kennedy, Newt Gingrich, Strom Thurmond, any person who could have been president at that point oh, would have reunited this country. For you to think... It, it wasn't the president who reunited the country at that point. It was the tragedy. Mm-hmm. <sighs> Maddox, you're in the hideout. What's up? That dude, Nick, it just called dude in the service. Dude, we were in the service together, dude. We did a lot of servicing together, you know. We used to shoot our guns and oil them up and rub them down and stuff, dude. Then we go to the barracks for last little bit. Then we go do some more servicing, dude. All right. He was a cool brother. A and A. All right. <laughs> God damn it. <laughs> <laughs> This is why it feels good to be back on the air. Air America, you should be wanting to pick this up because I've heard your programming. It's not this entertaining. Irvin, you're in the hideout. Hey, uh, you still got the Republican on there? No, no. he's gone. Oh, oh, so he couldn't hang around. Well, you know, he was talking about how Bush has got this place so united. What was the percentage he won by? Two, three percent? Right. No, and that's a, that's a mandate. You know, if it's, it's as more divided than it's ever probably been, uh... 
since the Bush family has been involved in politics, uh, the the last two terms, look how close they've been. No, no, I hear you. No, I mean, this, you know, this, now, now, what's united? Nothing. Exactly. It's more split up than it ever has been. When Democrats are in there, they help unite. I'm, you know, but and then I'm not even going to say this because I'm disappointed in the in the Democrats too. The Democrats now are just now finally beginning to say, "Hey, wait a second. Uh, what they should have been saying after 9/11. Hey, wait a second. Maybe this war thing isn't a good idea. Maybe we should be getting out of here. Maybe that's what we should be doing. But they're not." That was my Jay Leno. Yeah, I was yeah. just wondering. It wasn't bad, was it? I'm trying to place the name. <laughs> that was actually pretty good. I got one impression. Dubs, uh, you impersonate who? Um, Clementine. <laughs> as, a sales girl. As well as uh, Jim Cramer. <laughs> yeah. Um, liberal lefty, you're in the hideout. It's actually a liberal lesbian. And um, I'd just like to say that I'm going to have to join the Army since Bush cut goddamn college fund programs by $13 million. All right. Thank you. Mm-hmm. I, you know, I, I ask, I ask a Republican. I have asked them, what did Bush do to deserve getting reelected? If you give me one thing, one thing, I will uh, just fine. You know, whatever. Uh, all right, I'll shut up for now. I just want one thing. Hello. Like, I wish the dubs would like stop impersonating me because it's like starting to affect my sex life. Clementine, is this you? I have my sales job. Like, it's starting to get on my nerves. Me and Augie don't even have the same relationship Stop. anymore. All right, that's a sales girl and that bitch running on Ryan Fest. I'm going to jump up and hit you on the knee if you All right. <laughs> that's so for us. Let's take a break. Let's come back. I asked the Republicans to call up and to tell me one thing Bush has done to get reelected. United. He, yeah. They united. Right. That's what he did. I think this is Corolla's favorite segment ever. He's just back there cracking up the whole time. We should see what's going on with him. Hey, I want to kick a shout-out to a couple of my buddies who uh, do an Internet radio show. Hey, how you doing? The uh, Oh, that's not me yet. Yeah, not yet. TheBedroom.org. They are big fans of The Hideout. Oh. Really, really big fans. So Sam and JP and that other kid. What's up? And Johnny Poo? Huh? JP. Oh. Let's take a break. We'll come back. Talk a little sports. Want to do that? Let's do some sports when we come back, and uh, let's distract ourselves from what's going on out there in the world. There are uh, more important things. Will Terrell Owens play? We'll find yes. out with Mark St. Amont from thesportsrag.com. It's a hideout, 106.7, WJFK. It's in your face. It's not an A-track, getting it good to the woods. So the people keep your stuff, but that reacted to the facts. So I kick, get a stick, get a stand around, get to the joint, put the boot of Can't trust it. Can't trust it. Look at it. Look at the government. You gonna trust this government? Please. Welcome back into the hideout. 106.7 WJFK. As I wear my new public enemy shirt. I'm angry. I'm starting the movement. Ew. Yeah, it stinks in here. It really it does right now. Um... Welcome back into the hideout. Hefe and Dubs, we are uh, on Sundays now. We invite you to check out RadioHideout.com if you are new to this show. It will give you absolutely everything you need. The backstories, the storylines, the names to know, links to our favorite websites. All of it is there. The only thing it won't give you is pictures with corneas. 
because there are names, no names or uh, real faces here in the hideout. Everybody can uh, can make something up, come in here and have an open dialogue. As long as you're willing to listen to the other side. Um, so that's what is going on. Moving along from politics, let's uh, let's get into something a little bit. I know, but let's get into something a little bit more fun. Something that can unite the country, and that is sports. We were talking about on RadioHideout.com. We have links to some of our favorite sites. Super Bowl week from the day. Uh, by the way, the Hideout will not be on next week. Not because we got fired. Well, possibly, but um, because it is Super Bowl Sunday, they will be doing a sporting news radio. Okay, well, you know what? We have the rant. We have this, the rant of the... Uh, we'll be playing a little bit later. Also, we'll be posting it on RadioHideout.com. I cut it into two tracks. The beginning is the one where uh, it sort of sets everything up, and that's like a minute or two, and then the second one is just you screaming and yelling. We'll play that after we uh, talk to Mark Cinnamon. All right, for those of you that missed it and wondering what's going on, we just had somebody on from Celebrity Justice to talk about celebrities, and she started ranting and raving about how we're crazy... That CNN is. I see a little spin there. Lefty. Uh, <laughs> it was really? I thought she was ranting and raving. She was a lunatic. An absolute lunatic. Let's talk to Mark St. I'm sorry I raped that lady. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Joining us from the sportsrag.com. You find the link on radiohideout.com. Also wrote uh, Committed. Uh, it's about uh, the obsession and the explosion of fantasy football. I'm halfway through it right now. Good. I'm I, loving it. I gave it away as a Christmas present, and I'm telling you this. This guy told me this is the greatest book that I've ever read. And uh, here's Mark St. Amant. Mark, welcome back into the hideout, man. How hey, you doing? guys. How you doing? Uh, yeah. good, good, to, good, to, good to be here again. Been yeah. a little while. Yeah, it has been a little yeah. while. So, Super Bowl, man. It, uh, Super Bowl. Is it the biggest thing going on right now, or is there something else? Are people excited about the NHL? <sighs> well, you know, it, oh, it, it is tough to turn a, a, to tear ourselves away from the, uh, the will they or won't they start the NHL season. Uh but no, I, 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 this is a painful day for, for football fans, I think. You know, it's a, it's a very miserable cold turkey kind of day. It's Sunday, there's no football. Um, this week is going to be interminable just because of all the, the, the silly media stuff. Um, you know, I, I've just been like watching the NFL network all, all day like a, you know, shaking heroin addict. You know, looking like like uh, you know, Shaq and Yao just ain't gonna cut it today. But uh, right, I hear yeah. you. now. What's so what now? Why are they still doing the two weeks in between you know, the championships I, and the Super Bowls? Is it to build the hype or what? I, I, it's a lot of building hype, and also you know, it's a championship game. You want to you know get all both teams ready to go. Yeah, I mean, I, I, I they went back to the one week thing. I think uh, was it the last couple of years or two a couple years ago, yeah. two thousand one. Yeah, and I, I personally like the one week thing. I think it just you know you can just keep the momentum going. But you know, it's it's obviously just to sell more ads and and get the hype going. And you know, and they they of course have to uh, sort of fabricate these stories like the Freddie Mitchell thing and the people's you know, champion. Yeah, exactly. What's going exactly. on with Freddie Mitchell? I've missed this. What well, is this? Well, you know, Fre- Freddie Mitchell was on ESPN uh, with Dan Patrick, and I-, I think he's sort of a he's a guy who I think likes to think he's a big talker and a pretty mouthy guy, and he's pretty funny at times. Yeah. You know, he was on ESPN. I think that in this day and age, you know, the athletes feel like they have to make a big splash, and so he said that uh, it- Patrick asked him, "Can you name the Patriots secondary?" And he, of course, said, "You know, I have no idea." Which that's not too surprising because you know, even New England fans, we have no, uh, you know, who who the hell is Hank. Poteet and Randall Gay and you know Earth Wind Moreland. I want I want that Randall Gay jersey. I though. know you do <laughs> exactly. exactly. But um, you know, but then but then for no reason and and keep in mind, Freddie Mitchell is a you know total first round bust. His career high for catches is thirty five balls. I mean, this is not T.O. or Moss we're talking about. And no. he it's at the end, champ. yeah, exactly. At the end, he says. 
uh, he, he specifically calls out Rodney Harrison and says, uh, yeah, I got something for you, Harrison. And, you know, I mean, not a, not a smart career move. Um, you know, Harrison's one of the hardest hitters in the league and, and, uh, you know, it doesn't but, matter. Yeah, you know, they, the I, people I, are behind him. <laughs> yeah, right. What's this people's champ you keep referring to? What well, he, he calls himself the people's champion. And he, oh, every, and he, he has, he has a championship belt, too. And he, when he celebrates, he does that, you know. Yeah, the, yeah, the I, belt thing. I gotta be honest, he's not my favorite NFL football player. After, after, uh, one of the playoff games, he, uh, uh during the press conference, he thanked his hands. Yeah. He said he yeah. wanted to thank his hands. And he has, my hands for being so good. That and he, was, and uh, he does that Ricky Henderson thing where he speaks in third yeah. person. Yeah. It's like, I mean, I, the, I, the guy can be pretty funny. He's you know? a, he's a big wrestling fan. I just think, I think he, uh, He's kind of playing that angle. Right. You know, he, uh, he loves to watch wrestling, you know, and he's definitely taking the people's champion thing from, uh, and, yeah. But I also think that these guys, you know, Freddie, in specifically, I mean, he's probably, you know, like I said, he's a first round bust. He's probably going to get released after this season. You know, the Eagles are pretty high in this Greg Lewis kid. Uh, who, who wouldn't him. want him though? And so, and so Freddie's like, well, you know, I got to get a career. I don't want to be working at Arby's. So, you know, I'm going to start, be the controversial guy. And, yeah. You know, I, you know maybe what? They'll he's give him a show smart. Stephen A. Smith. Who knows? That's good. I like running a gimmick. There's nothing wrong with that at all. Yeah. We're, we're, we're talking to Mark St. Amont um, from thesportsrag.com, uh, chatting it up a little bit with sports. And I heard you mention in there as a Patriots fan. Yes, indeed. Now, uh, Dubs, you love the Patriots. Yeah, I, I had no problem with them a couple of years ago. The two championships didn't bother me. But their whole thing of we're a team. We, uh, this is all a team effort. There's no stars in this so team. So wear on you a little bit? It, it, it really pisses me off because this is my thought of what, why this is happening. Uh, Belichick, I think he's feeding these people all this BS so he can be the star. So he can be the guy, the, the offensive, defensive, just brilliant guy where he can be the Hall of Fame coach and everybody loves him. <laughs> and taking all the heat away from the Tom Brady's, right? Yeah, well, I mean, the Corey Dillons. Yeah, I don't think it's a, a, a bad thing to take the heat off the players, you know. Um, and no, I, I think know. I, I mean, think he's being selfish with it. I don't know. I mean, I, I think I think if he was a, if it's he was not a, like Mark's going to give you an objective answer. No, but <laughs> well, you know what? I, I'd like I, to hear what someone from uh, the uh, area thinks about it. Well, you know what's funny is, is I'm I'm a, a diehard, longtime, you know, lifelong Pats fan, but I'm not a total, you know, myopic homer. I don't I don't think Brady's curing cancer. You know, he's a quarterback. He's a damn good one, but he's just a quarterback. And Belichick is not, you know, Jonas Salk. He's not. Coming up with polio vaccines, he's a he's a very good football coach, and I think that if he was a real, true, truly a, like a, a me first spotlight guy, I mean, you think he'd dress better than wearing the uh, the M M&M and M eight mile hood? So uh, you know, I, I don't know. I, I don't think. What's with Brady's beard too? I mean, why is he turning into Sasquatch? I don't know. I think he's. I think he's. Uh, he said he's going to get a cut before the the Super Bowl, but he's he's. I think he's trying to take a little page out out of uh, Johnny Damon. Does he uh, like he, chicks? <laughs> you mean despite the man purse? Um, yeah, you know what's funny is uh, that that's the first thing that the uh, the not the the, the anti Pats fans go to is like, hey, he's got the man purse. Is he gay? You know, no, and, no, and, I, I'll be honest, I didn't even know he had a man purse. I just I look at him and he's going through the whole like shaggy stage, and I'm just thinking that maybe you know. Well, he's a Michigan he, quarterback. I can appreciate him. He's hiding from that. So you think he's a little he's a little too metrosexual? Is that what you're saying? I, I don't even know if it's metro. It's almost like he's trying too hard to be manly. He's a bear. You know, yeah, you know what I mean? He's doing that where he's like, I gotta be a man, so I'm gonna have long hair and I'm gonna grow a beard. Yeah, yeah I mean, I think that the biggest story this week is, is who's gonna pull a Eugene Robinson and be arrested for soliciting a hooker. 
I mean, that's that's what Freddie I'm saying. Freddie Mitchell. Other than the people's hooker. <laughs> exactly. The people's champ needs a people's hooker. But, uh, no, I, I, I don't know. I mean, the, the odds-on favorite is Mitchell just because he's the biggest knucklehead. But I don't know. I, I think I think, I think about this, Belichick Fred. is the sleeper. I mean, under that hood, I think he's a very horny, horny genius. I, uh, uh, Thomason, that new tight end, maybe he's a... That's His right. Gotten big because of the new fame. Yeah, right, he's got one week to make a splash, you know. I think uh, now with Terrell Owens, is he going to play or what? I don't know. I mean, I I bet he does. He because, will play. I mean, who knows when? If I were to you, I'd be thinking, you know, who? who when am I going to get back? I think yeah. even if, even if he's at seventy five percent, I think he'll play. But you know what? I think he's even going to be at less than seventy five percent. He's going to go out there, get a couple snaps, and just so he can be put on the, you know, you know being a starter in the Super Bowl. Right, right. And then he, you won't see him again the rest of the game. Yeah. We're, talk, we're talking to Mark Sainamont, thesportsrag.com, the hideout 106.7 WJFK. What were you going to say, Mark? Well, I was going to say, I, it seems like the Eagles are almost, uh, you know, they're trying to play it a bit like, yeah, you know, Tio got us here, he's part of the team, but I think they're starting to get even a little annoyed that, you know, that, that they they made it over the NFC Championship hump without him. So they're, they're, they're I think, starting to get that disrespect thing like, hey, we won without him. You know, why is this about T.O.? This is, this is what people don't appreciate about Terrell Owens. He is by far the most in shape, probably yeah. best, well-conditioned athlete. Oh, he's a hard worker, man. In, man, all, no of, in all of sports, I, uh, I read Muscle and Fitness, and they had this layout... Well, why? Well, you don't read it. You're bad to it. No. And you're criticizing Brady with a Hey, hold on a second. I'm learning moves. Um, but I'm watching this guy and his, like, his workout routine and what he does. And if anybody could come back, I say he's going to be closer to 85%. Yeah. Because when you're in that good of physical shape and you get hurt, your body does heal quicker. It does heal quicker. But this is an injury that has held some people out the entire season. Okay, that's fine. But right. they weren't in the condition that T.O. was. He broke his leg and he has screws there. I mean, that's his shape isn't going to help that. It's going to help. You'll get you'll get Matt better Albert, faster. No, no. Matt Albert, you're six foot five and you're four hundred fifty pounds. If you broke your leg, you'd be immobile for three years. So I wouldn't be able to stand on it. You really you still would. can't. Those knees are buckling now, <laughs> and you're sitting. Are you guys? Uh, what's going on? Are you guys skins fans down there? No. Yeah. no I, I, okay. I, so the I, question I have for the skins fans is: is I mean, how do you guys feel about? Or any skins fans down there. I mean, Jeremiah Trotter to you guys has got to be like the you know the girlfriend that you dump after she gets fat and then she like starts doing Pilates and gets a boob job and suddenly she's all hot again. Right. And she's sleeping with the guy you hate the most. I mean, <laughs> what what is it with? Uh, how, how does DC in general feel about Trotter? You know what? Uh, I think that for some reason, big name players come to the Redskins on defense and just totally tank, and when they leave again. They're great again, right? Well, it's because- I, I, you know, I think if uh, you guys let Levar Arrington go, he would be a stud somewhere else. No, he sucks. They ch- I, I, no, he would no. be a stud somewhere else. No. They check no. the talent at the Beltway for some reason. It, it, I just don't understand why, especially with the Wizards. It, it happens with DC. Period. Oh, 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 I'll tell you this: as a as a lifelong Redskins fan for six months. I um I I was looking and it 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 doesn't matter to Skins fans to be perfectly honest with you. I don't think they care so much about Trotter. I don't think they really paid attention that much to what was going on with him and him going up to Philly. I just don't I don't they're they're more concerned about, you know, 
ticket prices and, right, uh, right. and parking. Then they the most expensive in the league. Then they're actually Republicans. Then they're actually concerned about what the what the what the project is. Right. So let's get a winner out of you. I know a week from today you'll be sitting down, Mark. You'll be excited. You'll have the Pats gear on. Who's it going to be? Eagles. Oh, I, I got to go with uh, I got to go with my boys because I learned the last couple of weeks. I mean, I was I was honestly very worried about Indy. A. And, and and seriously worried about Pittsburgh. I mean, they they were a, they were on a roll, best defense in the league. And the fact that we held Indy to three and then dropped forty one on the best defense in the league. I mean, that's you can't count these guys out. And Mark's right. I mean, these last two games have really just shown you that this is a great team. You know, and it yeah. really pisses me off because I want to see them lose. Yeah, they they've you know they've started to get that that sort of anti Yankee fan. Type uh, type aura about them. People are starting to hate the Pats just because of the success. But, that's completely true, and that's you know. one of the positive things about the Super Bowl is that now people will be rooting against the Pats. Um, I think they will. Yeah. How about we do this next year Super Bowl? Uh, are we going to call it now uh, Lions Patriots? <laughs> I'd love it. That would be nice. Well, I mean, the, the the team that's going in the right direction right now is uh, Cowboys. They, they just unveiled a brand new logo, uh, the Arizona Cardinals. And yeah. get, get this, you're never going to get this. It's a Cardinals head. Whoa, where did they ever think of that? I know. Well, um, they they said uh, their other logo didn't look mean enough. Right. Well, this one is the the way they made it meaner is they 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 tilted it forward ever so slightly, as if it's saying like you know you're talking to me, right. uh, you know. And uh, hey I don't know. I just hope they didn't pay that graphic designer too much. It just it, they they got to not worry about the logo. But uh, the Pats uh, should go back to the uh, the actual Patriot dude. That sucked. It was no. It was kind I of, never knew what that was. It was like creepy in a way. It looked the like Pat just some Patriot. Yeah. yeah just some like dead guy on yep. the on the side of the helmet. It, it was to the Elvis, right? But uh, well, the you know I gotta say that the, the Patriots are in great shape. I mean, everyone's gonna hate hearing this, but they are not losing anyone of real importance to free agency, and they have people locked up. I mean, it's they're gonna they're gonna keep going, man. No, oh, uh, Jesus, all right. Now I hate the Patriots. <laughs> I really didn't care before. Now I hate. Yeah. Them. All right. Well, the Cowboys. We're on our way back, so we're excited. The about Lions that. will uh, be a team to watch next year. Yeah, it's funny, it's I've been saying that the last two or three years. Go yep. Seahawks. <laughs> Mark Saint-Amont, thesportsrag.com. Hey, brother, thanks for joining us in the hideout. Hey, thank you, and thanks for the uh, couple minutes about the book. Glad you're enjoying it. You're oh, loving it. Committed Confessions of a Fantasy Football Junkie. I gave it to my buddy TJ. I swear to Christ, he's like, this is the greatest book I've ever read. Excellent. Great to hear. We'll talk to you, brother. All right, thanks, guys. All right, man, see you. Wow, we were men. Look at us. Ew, that's <laughs> disgusting. Let's talk about cheerleaders now. Some girls. Well, that's 50% of the guests that had a good time today. Yeah. <laughs> Didn't hang up on that guy. Yeah, he was uh, he was smart. Actually, it's only 33%. No, we had four guests. We hung up on two. Yeah, yeah with the Shasta. Oh, Shasta. I forgot about her. I forgot Shasta about her. Shasta McNasty. Hanging through. <laughs> Tell you what, let's take, a quick, let's take a quick break. We're not done yet? The comeback. Oh, it's like a marathon. An hour. Jeez. I know. When you're used to sprinting for two hours a night, and then you got to go, uh... Now you need to run a marathon once a week. You're like, wow, oh man, all right, well, whatever. But I think we're doing, hey, are we doing okay? We're doing okay? <laughs> Let's get Cameron on the phone and see if he can grade us yeah. at the end of the show. I'd really like to do that. Jo- I mean, uh, Corolla. Sell, uh, I mean. Uh, get in here and give us a grade. Denver. What do you gr- grade the first three hours? Strong B. I'd like I didn't hear you whisper that in the background. <laughs> you asked. <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> Let's take a break. We'll come back. Porn buddy to talk about. A chick who got drunk off of Listerine. And also, too, what's dirtier than kissing? French kissing. All of that next is the Hideout, Hefe and J-Dubs, rolling until 7, 106.7 WJFK. 
Edge, Weezer. Weezer in the Edge Zone. Hashpipe. Ooh, let's get high. <laughs> Welcome back into the hideout. 106.7 WJFK. Half A and Dubs. You know, Dubs, may I uh, open up a little bit? Since I can no longer on MySpace.com since you ruined it. As long as your pants stay on, I don't care. We, uh... What? I disagree with that. <laughs> Just pull down the zipper. Um, I say this. I wasn't excited when the show started. Yeah. In fact, I wanted to go home. Now I'm having a blast again. It really is. It's back. Yeah, it, it took a little while to get back into the swing of things. But I want to uh, thank everybody for their support. For those of you who maybe you've never heard this show before, it's The Hideout. Maybe you heard the promos. Uh, 106.7 WJFK. After Ron and Fez, we used to be. Um, that's Dubs. I am Hefe. we got our friends uh, Matt Albert and Jay the Dirty Cop. And we, uh, we're we now here doing the Sunday thing, waiting for um, shoes to fall, if you will. So we're going to be here Sunday afternoons. Like Mark said, Sundays are awful without football. We won't be on next Sunday for Super Bowl Sunday. They'll be doing sporting news radio leading up to the Super Bowl. I will be in Detroit, and uh, we'll be back every Sunday after that, I suppose, for a while. So uh, anyway, it's good to be back. If you're new to the show, hit up RadioHideout.com. Learn as much as you can. We will post me losing it about an hour ago on the chick from Celebrity Justice who uh, was... A uh, lunatic. I wish there was a video of that, because you got up and just got into the position just, just yeah. Yeah, like I was going to hit her. I, did, <laughs> I, I stood up, didn't I? Yeah. I didn't even realize that. Um, so we'll even play that toward the end of the show, yeah. uh, right before we get out of here. First, though, Dubs, there are a couple of things going on. Oh, if people want to call, they can do that. 866-277-4969. 866-277-4969. Now, when we're back in two weeks, we will have... The chick from Bor- uh, Porn Buddy on. Right, Tommy Bateman? What's going on with this? Uh, it's a chick. I guess she's a New York-based performance artist who discovered that after a painful breakup with her boyfriend, she needed to, I don't know, kind of fulfill, Stay in the groove. fulfill urges. Yeah, Rachel Shuckert. So she's going to be in the hideout in two weeks? Yes. All right, beautiful. I- I'll tease this Naked. with you. We won't be even better. We won't go too much into depth, but apparently her thing is... I will. She doesn't. Okay. God damn you. Got that. Um, apparently, uh, she she has like someone who lives in her building, who she calls over. Now, usually this is like a booty call. Yeah. You know, you're actually going to do a little slap into the skins. But instead, they, I guess they get together and they cuddle and watch porn. Oh. And but there is absolutely no other sexual thing involved she says having a porn buddy makes her feel sexy without the sex and there's so there's still that that sexual tension but they're not actually doing anything my cat penelope and i all right <laughs> no i don't want to hear about she's your... a little chubby but you know she can really get in so she will join us yes sharp claws though shut up she will join us in two weeks is all right tommy's sending me this of a. Uh, I want to see a picture of her you know what? She's not bad. Actually, you know, it, she's kind of a Courtney Love with the brunette hair. No, Ashley Simpson. You thinking Ashley Simpson yeah. type? I know we're looking at pictures on the radio, my friends, but we're just trying to tell you who's going to be in the hideout in a I week. do some magic tricks on the radio after this. <laughs> okay, that should work out really well. <laughs> hey, it's like we're going running on the radio. Oh, shut up. <laughs> and I listened to that. That was actually funny. So 866-277-4969. Now, Dubs, another thing that I saw, um, because... You know, you have the porn buddy thing, and they're not even kissing. I mean, they don't do anything. They just kind of spoon and watch porn. 
Fully which, clothed. I, I know we'll talk about it then, but could you could you have a porn buddy? I mean, mm. let, let me ask you this. You're in a relationship right now. Yeah. Would your chick think it was cheating if you had a porn buddy? Yeah. That wasn't her? Yeah. Hmm. Why? If you're not doing anything. Let's say you weren't even cuddling. Let's just say you had a female friend. That came over and watched porn with you? That just sat down, sat on the same couch, and the two of you would just watch porn. I don't think that's, I don't think that'd be considered cheating. But, but once if, you start cuddling and watching porn together. Hmm. Yeah. Tommy Bateman, what do you think? You're also in a committed relationship. Oh, what? Oh, are you not? Is that bit over too? What you're talking about? There are pictures online. Shut up. What? <laughs> All the doctors photoshopped. Do you think that uh, the headquarters would get mad if um? Oh, what you're talking about? <laughs> uh, from one of the 17 chicks I'm banging. Um, right. <laughs> Shut up. I hate you. Uh, I, I don't know. I think it would be a very weird subject. Be like, hey, I watched porn with so and so today, and it's a chick. Mm-hmm. I, I don't know. I know other girls in the past would get mad. Now, here's but... the thing. Guys will get together. All... In fact, usually when it's a sausage fest kind of party, the first thing is, hey, let's throw in the porn. Let's, uh, let's, you know. Let's get all hot and bothered, guys. And you, do you remember when you did, that was like kind of the thing in high school where it was like, oh, uh, yeah, let's, let's throw the porn in, dude. Easy chain. Uh, right. <laughs> but. Uh, you, what, what, what we would do, we'd have, uh, a bedroom upstairs playing porn, you know, if it was a sausage fest. Each guy would just go up rocket. All right. And then. <laughs> That's disgusting. Well, it's the floor sticky? Why? Well, I, I do remember <laughs> Everybody this. Everybody knows why. <laughs> I do remember this, but it was at the parties. It was on every screen. Even if even if there were chicks there, it was on like every television. You're just kind of walking around, and it's in the background. Uh, Steve, you're in the hideout on JFK. You there, hey, Steve? What's going on, guys? Who's Yo. Hey, anyway, I want to talk about that dude that can't close the deal with the uh, the chick watching the porn. What's his problem? Yeah, he, he needs to turn his guy card in. He's got a weak game. He yeah, has to. Nah, yeah, I got. It. All right, here's the question for you then, Steve. Let's yeah. say you got a hot chick who says she wants to be your porn buddy. Mm -hmm. Do you go ahead and do it with the hopes that at some point she's just going to get so hot and bothered? Or at what point do you say, I'm no longer going to be your porn buddy? Or at what point do you just do your thing while she's there? I mean, if I'm watching porn, right. I'm there with a purpose. Right. Oh, absolutely. You know, I, here's the thing. What you do is you pop the porn in. Porn in you got to start putting your arms around her, see what happens. you got to keep pushing the limit. You just yeah. can't say... Yeah, you, know, you see how far right. you go before you get slapped. All right, So, but if they're already cuddling, then... Yeah. Then, but you're right, dude. dude. That does mean you got some weak game. I mean, if you got some game where you're just sitting there and you're just cuddling while there's porn on... That's like uh, going to a rehab center and not scoring with the chick. Yeah, what a loser. <laughs> Who would do that? Hey, Corolla, how are we doing? How would you grade us? I just heard some yelling from the back. Chupacabra, you're in the hideout on JFK. You know hey, I gotta say, you guys should bring in that 28-year-old virgin that you had on the show a while back and uh, hook him up with this one girl that's uh, watching us porn. Oh, the Divergenized Mark guy. Yeah. I, I remember that. Divergenizedmark.com, one of the last guests in the hideout. You're right. We should have brought... Because I wonder if that kind of dude, he'd, he'd be willing just yeah. to sit there and have a little female hug hug. Um, <laughs> you know, just to be around the girl. Hey, Corolla, it's intern Corolla. Thank you, Chupacabra. What's up, guys? How you been? Do what are you doing? <laughs> we told you specifically we're not going to talk trash about any... You, Ricky. You asked me to grade you. No, that's not how you Get do out of here. Oh, I'm well, not mad. How's hot Jen? Oh, oh, damn. 
Let's, uh... Aaron. Let's, oh. Let's don't. go to Jake. Should I just go through the list? Oh, all right, we can't go to Jake right now. Hold on, Jake. We'll get to you in a second. So anyway, we're going to talk to this chick. Maybe we'll get into it a little bit more in depth. But I just found it very interesting that this uh, that there is a woman who was out there. And I guess she set up the website. Maybe we take a look at the website. Um, all right, the article's at Nerve.com. So check that out and be ready for next week's hideout. Two um, weeks. Oh, yeah, two weeks. One of, God damn. Tomorrow's. On tomorrow's show. We good to go yet? <clears throat> um, also coming up, too. You know what? We uh, All right, let's talk to Jake, and then we'll get into this. Jake, you're in the hideout on JFK. What's up, man? Hey, is that guy that's cuddling with her? He's got to be gay. You know, I wonder if that would be an interesting angle of it, of getting a uh, someone who's not of the... Uh, or who's of the opposite sexual persuasion to go ahead and then there's absolutely no. But I think part of it is having the sexual tension. Yeah. You want to yeah. have the sexual tension. Otherwise, you could have, you know, the cat. believe that sexual tension. Right. You got to relieve. You're right. You do. So anyway, we'll chat with her next week. Now, Dubs, another thing that I saw online as I was scooting about during the week at what I like to call detention, or some people call it El Sol, is um, French kissing can actually be dirty, like literally. Scientists say more than 40,000 parasites and 250 types of bacteria are exchanged during the typical French kiss. The study says that couples also exchange 0.7 grams of protein, 0.45 grams of fat, and about 0.19 grams of other organic substances. I, I read this as well. It's, it is filthy. French kissing is one of the most filthy things you can do. Do you enjoy it? I did until I read this. Because when I scrolled down, you know, it, there's actually a list of stuff it's dirtier than. Oh, really? One thing is dirtier than, and it's disgusting. The porta potties over at Celebrity Fat Camp. It's actually dirtier. <laughs> you could be licking the floor there. And can I say that I finally saw that show today? Uh, the show. Celebrity Fat Camp? It is awful. I love it. It is maybe the worst show on television. I wish they would just whip them. Uh, with, uh, it's like, get up the hill, fat ass. Isn't it Bismarcky? It's like everyone that's washed up. Yeah. Snapple Lady, Daniel Baldwin. And um, Ralphie May. Yeah. And it's not even like you're really watching them exercise. You're just watching them get yelled at. Doing girl push-ups. <laughs> I can do one like manly push-up. No, you can't. Yes, I can. Do it right now. No. What else? <laughs> There's an iPod on the line. There is also uh, Corny Loves Blood Test. It's dirtier than Corny Loves Blood Test, which is just nasty when you think about sticking your tongue in someone else's mouth and it being dirtier than that. <laughs> Corny Love. Um, it's also dirtier than George W. Bush's driving record. All right, that is dirty. That's just really disgusting. Filthy. And you know what? Uh, Pat from uh, Celebrity Justice would be really mad at you for saying that. Well, I mean, be mad at the author. Because they they actually went around the country and just found dirty stuff and found out what's dirtier than, than French, French kissing, kissing. Which, by the way, 40,000 parasites, 250 Ugh. types of bacteria. That's mm. dirtier than Porno Dan's couch. <laughs> you know what? I want to see that couch. Let me say this, too, man. Porno Dan's a classy dude. Uh, I know that sounds odd to say, but he, uh, he called me the week after the thing happened to the hideout. And he was we had a great conversation. He was very nice. And I don't know how much we'll ever get to do with Porno Dan again, given Sunday afternoons. But uh, it was a great run in Porno Dan. I say we find out. Yeah. 
Hey, why not? Push that envelope. Why not? French kissing can also be dirtier than what, according to this list, of. It's also also can be dirtier than uh, the China Doll sex tape. Oh, which that's filthy. The China Doll. Um, yeah, it was like she had a you know one of those forty thousand parasites. I'm perfectly healthy though. Forty thousand parasites. And that's dirtier than Ruben Stutter's last movement. Okay, <laughs> now that's uh, and I, you know what? I don't even think so. I think that you're actually lying now, J Dub. No, no, I, it's actually they they found it and they tested it. What? All right. Now people say that it's dirtier than Matt Albert's pants after an evening with Fairy Lady in the green room. <laughs> okay, that was a false accusation. That's true. I remember that one. Nice callback. That was. Nice I think it's boring. dirtier than Corolla's hair. Uh, Especially after he washed, the, cleaned the urinal. It's dirtier than uh, Michael Jackson's bed sheets after a sleepover. You know, and I wish we had talked about that with uh, what's her name, Pat. But why instead, didn't we? Oh yeah, because she's a dirty. She's dirty. It's, she's it's a, dirtier than a Republican mouth. And this is what disgusted me the most. It's dirtier than G. Gordon Liddy's uh, underwear collection. All right. I would have said water bottle. Why? All right. <laughs> Come on. Hey, I'm sure it's dirtier than that, too. Okay. okay. You know what? Why Ooh, would you... Is that I... apple juice? <laughs> Ooh, go. <laughs> Stop, man. Leave people and their vices alone. Uh, That's speak... not a vice. Uh, sp... <laughs> you got a good grip on it. All right. <laughs> Side out 106.7 WJFK. Um... It's dirtier than Maddox's tongue. Uh, oh, God. <laughs> you know where that's been. People are asking if it's a comedy pyramid. No, it's not. No. We're just actually wondering what's dirty. Are you listening? Print- <laughs> yeah. There's no comedy. So True. Um, now, look at this, Dubs. Uh, a woman found out, comedy pyramid. <laughs> found out that drinking Listerine with alcohol content um, at 26.9 can get you drunk faster. And uh, she pleads guilty to a DUI. Amazingly, this happened in Michigan. So a woman was arrested. What happened? She uh, was drinking Listerine. She failed a sobriety test and told police she drank three glasses of Listerine, and that's why she was drunk. Tommy, do you have any with you? Who would drink Listerine? Ah, it burns your mouth. Oh, I know. You you can't even switch that thing around. Now, Tommy, you were infamous for... And that's the other thing, Mr. Poonhound. Tommy Bateman, producer of The Hideout on 106.7 WJFK. (laughs) He's got this little green bag that he carries around. What? Uh, knives and huh? and, uh, and his toothbrush. Fingers. Yeah, and a toothbrush. Did you have any like mouthwash with you or anything? Yeah. Do you really? Uh-huh. Listerine. What kind? Yeah. What do you have? It's the uh, the orange kind. Oh, the orange one. Good kind. Citrus. It's actually the one I use. I wonder if yeah, we have some of the regular stuff upstairs anywhere. I bet somebody's got it. Corolla, get in here. Oh jeez. Bring in Corolla. I got a bit. I got something I want him to do. Where is he? Run in here. Does it involve him crying again? Maybe, hopefully. Corolla, now you, uh, you're you a party boy, right? You're in college. Last semester at George Mason University, by the way. Yeah. yeah. It's been 12 semesters. Good job, commie boy. And um, Six long years. <laughs> it, really excited that you're going to be 24 years old and a virgin and graduated from George Mason University. <laughs> I was excited until you put it like that. Here's what I want to do with you, college boy. Mm-hmm. Shots of Listerine. Mm-hmm. Uh, have you ever actually... Now, you've eaten cat food before. Yeah. And you liked it. You see the video of it on RadioHideout.com. Yeah. And you usually enjoy just beer, right? Or yeah. are you a mixed drink kind of guy? I'm more of a liquor type person. This is perfect, then. No, you're not. <laughs> let's, let's have you do shots of Listerine when we get back. Now, do you use mouthwash at all? No. 
<laughs> it's huh. obvious. You, you talk to I mean, him? you know, I don't really have time to pick up a bottle of this stuff. It's kind of expensive. Now, Dubs, do you, do you think you could stomach doing a shot of this? No. Because uh, it, it really is... It burns. I mean, I, I can barely stomach the 60 seconds they tell you to swish. I thought it was 30. It's 30. Well, <laughs> goddamn, I've been going double time then. <laughs> do double bagging. All right, so here's what we do then. Tommy, do you think you could do a shot? Absolutely not. No? Just even the thought of it makes my stomach upset. Because you got to do a shot. And which one do you... I think the citrus would be How okay. How desperate are you to do... Shots of Listerine. She lives in Adrian, Michigan. She's got to be like yeah. rubbing alcohol. All right, let's do. All right, how about we do shots of that? Uh, I think that could kill you. All right, whatever. We'll find out next. <laughs> hey, hold on. <laughs> let's take a break. We'll come back. Grab the rubbing alcohol. Grab the Listerine, and uh, we'll see if you can tell the difference between the two when you're doing shots. Taking a break. Coming back. Hide out until seven. Half uh, and Dubs, one hundred six point seven WJFK. Run DMC bringing us back. You had to get reminded of that. No, I didn't. She did. I, in fact, I, <laughs> like, who is this? I got it out of my car. I, um, is this called, a tribe called Quest? Shut up. <laughs> Q-tip. What happened to him? One hit wonder. Welcome back into the hideout. Half and Dubs wrapping things up here with all of our friends in the hideout. Feel free to uh, to participate if you want. Um, 866-277-4969 and also to RadioHideout.com is the website. Since it is now a weekly show again, <clears throat> um, it is important that you keep logged on to RadioHideout.com. We'll continue to do the show logs and probably even to tease the stuff toward midweek as to what we have coming up. Yeah. As a reminder, though, we will not be here next Sunday because of the Super Bowl and me being in Detroit. So because of that, you guys, uh, you know, you're a year early. Enjoy the. Uh, I know. I can't believe I. Tr- I can't believe that I, I. I planned this trip to the Super Bowl for Detroit. Oh, you did your whole Super Bowl champs 2005 thing, and I'm just thinking this is it. It's going to be there, and as it turns out, who knew? But um, anyway, thought to look at a calendar or something. Okay, thank you. Or NFL.com. Right. Uh, g- get Corolla in here. <clears throat> I was reading this article about this chick. Oddly enough, in Michigan, who found out that drinking Listerine can get you drunk faster, and she had to plead to a DUI. Um, she failed the sobriety test after drinking three glasses of Listerine. <laughs> Corolla, the intern, the infamous intern on RadioHideout.com, you see all of his stunts. This will probably be the greatest. Now, you said that you do not use mouthwash. No, not usually. You know how much that's going to burn him? If he's never used it before? Your mouth is virgin. Hmm. Uh, really? It hurts? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, mean, I used it before, but... All right. Yeah, which, you use Listerine? Which, never which, use Listerine, only scope. Oh, Listerine's like... Oh, ass. no, Listerine takes it to the next level, man. That's, yeah. It's like hot sauce. Really? Yeah, it's like the bomb no. of hot sauces. Don't even bring that Or uh, mouthwashes. So here's what you're going to do, Mr. Alex Corolla. Uh, I'm, again, so proud of you. Semester 12... George Mason University. Dr. Corolla. No, this is for his uh, bachelor. Oh, yeah. But anyway, so uh, <laughs> here you are to test out and see whether or not you can do shots and get drunk off of Listerine. Are you Now, do you want to start with the orange or the uh, regular? Or, or Citrus or flavor. original? Uh, 
The original is probably going to leave a nasty taste in my mouth, and hopefully the orange one will get rid of it. Okay. I'll go regular, regular first. Okay. Well, here's what I'd like you to do. Put the regular in, swish it for 30 seconds like they say, and then swallow. Yeah, take a big mouthful of it. Am I supposed to shake it? No. No. No, don't shake Here. it. Here. Me... You get it open. Are you a child child You an idiot. Hard. <laughs> oh. I spun it like that. Shut you up. Press down and spin. Uh. Ugh. Ooh. All right. You ready? Do a little uh, do a little shot. 30 seconds. Hold on. We'll wait until uh, we'll time it out to 30 seconds for you. Yeah. You know what? Why don't we go ahead and get the mood music for this? I can't believe we had this whole thing sitting here and we never even thought about it. Go. All right. 30 seconds. That's good. Now just swish it around 30 seconds. <laughs> Is it burned? <laughs> All right, hold on. Not yet. Don't swallow it. Another He's holding his throat. <laughs> Close your mouth. Swish it around. Swish it around. Swish it around. Ten more seconds. Come on. Ten more seconds and you can swallow the Listerine. Gargle. Gargle. And swallow. Oh! How you feeling? Don't feel good. I'll tell you that. Uh, wow! That was more than a Feels shot. Feels like I got ice in my mouth. Uh, uh, hold on a second. Uh, hold on. It's the whole smell in the studio. Right now. Yeah, man. It's like uh, it's minty fresh in here. I think it was worth gargling it. It doesn't feel good in my chest either. <laughs> you said that a lot. Howard, Howard, you're in the hideout on JFK. Yeah, what's up? What's up? Yeah, I was uh, reading on the back of a Listerine bottle. It's not safe to drink it. Oh, no, really? Oh, come on. Because you're supposed to yeah. seek uh, medical attention, and you're supposed to call the poison control immediately if you ingest it. All right, we'll call it after the second shot. Well, why didn't you put this guy on before? I didn't see him on hold. My bad. Don't worry about it. Come on, man. You'll be fine. I'm not trying to die. I'm trying to kill you. <laughs> thank you, Howard. I wish you had gotten through earlier. Yeah. Damn it. All right, thank you. Love your uh, show, Howard. Yeah. <laughs> Bring, take us with you. <laughs> Please. What's wrong? Does it hurt? Stomach feels a little refreshed. <laughs> sure. It does feel kind of cool. Why don't you finish off that bottle? Right in my chest. Do you feel drunk at all after doing a shot? I do feel a little hazy. I'm not going to lie to you. I mean, it's it seems a little, I mean, are you, I'm not sure. I see, and this is the problem. You don't know how to string together coherent sentences if you're sober. So I don't know if you're drunk stumbling or not. I do feel a little something in my head now. Really? Yeah. I took a pretty big... Is that a thought? <laughs> uh, I took like half that miniature bottle down in uh, that first gulp right of the Listerine yeah the Listerine again it's the hideout 106.7 WJFK alright let's go with the uh, the citrus Listerine are you ready or do you need a little bit more time oh man I think I'm good alright <laughs> does, this, does this wash away all of the pain of the stuff before where you uh... icy hot Hey, do me a favor. Hey, there's some ice shot back there. <laughs> yeah, no. One thing at a time. Let's tag team them. Jump around a little bit to swish around the Listerine in your belly. Let me just hear that. Let me hear what that sounds like. Such <laughs> an idiot. Look at those things shaking. I know. Meat breast. Yeah. Kind of hot. Like I have room to talk. All right. Here, <laughs> all right, here we go. Corolla now for number two. Again, this all goes back to a story 
He's not looking so good now. <laughs> of that and up didn't help. <laughs> of a Michigan woman who found out drinking Listerine can uh, get you a DUI because it gets you drunk faster. Apparently, it's 26.9% uh, percent alcohol content. Wow. So it's like almost 60 proof. Nice. Look at you. Yeah. Drunk on the job. Again. Are you ready? Yeah, it's just really weird because I kind of feel it in my head, but my mouth is so fresh and clean. So fresh and so clean. That's right. All right, let's go with the other one. Uh, now, this is the citrus Listerine. Give it to me, retard. Let me open it for you. Again, the childproof. Yes, oddball. Didn't Cameron say if any other intern was drunk on the job, he had to be fired? <laughs> sent home. He's not an intern. No, just an a-hole. <laughs> <laughs> All right, here we go. Um, let's get the music. Don't take the whole bottle either. No, just do a shot of the citrus. He gets on his knees. Do the shot the now, and you'll do swish around for 30 oh, seconds. Man. man, that's a large one. Mm. And you did, oh, wow. You're an idiot. That was a lot. Gargle it up. <laughs> idiot. Now, I bet the citrus doesn't burn as bad. I, I'm sure it's going to upset his stomach more. <laughs> right, you still have 15 seconds. Come on, gurgle it. Swish mm. it back and forth. This is probably the cleanest you've been. In uh, 24 years. 24 years old. Five seconds, and then you get to swallow it. Gurgle a little bit more. Gurgle. And swallow. Ah! Oh, that tastes nasty. I thought I thought the uh, regular would taste worse. No, it tastes like mothballs going down, man. <laughs> well, then, then you better wash it down with the rest of the regular. <laughs> yeah, you don't want to leave that in. Better clean it out. It's like... That's like Wash, my grandmother's do house. It. Do it. Wash down with the regular. Come on. Wash it Rush down. It. Right, that's good. Right, just swallow it. Don't even gargle. Christ. Ah! <laughs> oh, oh, you are crazy. That's not, that's not a good combination of the... Uh, that's not good. It's not. Uh, you know what can cure this? Try it again. Icy hot on the tongue. <laughs> <laughs> I think if we were to put icy hot on your tongue, all the pain would go away. Get the icy hot. It hurts more on my stomach. Is it? Yeah. Do you feel like you need to throw up? Not yet. Can I'll we... take another shot then. <laughs> Go back to citrus. Lord. <laughs> oh, there it goes. <laughs> get, get, him a, get him a trash can. <laughs> Come on, don't waste all that. We spent a lot of money on the Listerine. It's seriously, every time I move, I swear to God, I feel it. Do a jumping jack. <laughs> this one wasn't good, man. Just do a jumping jack. Do another shot of the regular. No, 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 no. Do a jumping jack. Oh, <laughs> uh, uh, no. Jesus. You can feel it, man. I'm not kidding you. Like, where do you where do you feel it? My stomach. It's right in the gut of my stomach. I guess the where the your roll is. But I do have a nice yeah, little yeah. buzz going on. I'm serious. Really? Do you feel like you're drunk? Yeah, man. I'm actually got a buzz. I'm kind of surprised. Like, yeah, it's not bad. <laughs> I, Was it worth it? Okay, I guess so, man. <laughs> so the experiment then is true. You can drink Listerine. And get a high. Huh? Yeah. <laughs> no, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you yeah. Do a squat thrust. What? Do a squat thrust. How do you do that? Do a push-up. Uh. Do two do two push-ups. You get... Because you say that... Um, Man, it, hurt, it hurts every time I move, though. My stomach. Uh, yeah. Actually, you should be doing crunches. Oh, yeah. Sit-ups. Oh. Yeah, sit-ups. Uh. Let's see how many sit-ups you can do. Right, how, many, how about we do this? Yeah. I will give you a dollar for every sit-up you can do gargling Listerine. Oh. No. Do you think you can do it? My stomach hurts, man. 
Hurt Why? Real bad right now. What happened? I don't know, but it just hit. Did you eat something? What have you been drinking? <laughs> that doesn't feel right. <laughs> I do this. He's rubbing his leg. That doesn't feel right at all, man. You feel like you're going to pass out? I feel strange. <laughs> you are. Like strange how? I don't know, man. Just like parallel world or something. Poison. I do, man. <sighs> man. Like what kind of world? Stomach is it? just kind of hurts, and like I I got this buzz going on. I got like contradicting feelings going on because my head feels good. You're my stomach just hurts. I mean a lot now, man. What kind of universe do you think you're in? Can you keep a secret? Can keep a secret? Huh? <laughs> <laughs> you guys just playing a song to screw with my head. Are you really drunk? Dude, I got a buzz going on, man. It was that quick. We've literally been doing it for like seven minutes. I haven't had a drink in a long time. But, I mean, I got a little buzz. I mean, I'm not hammered. I got a little buzz. My stomach hurts, but... Do you feel that you could, uh... Do we need to call poison control? What do you mean, feel? I thought you guys said this was safe. No, it turns out you're supposed to call poison control if you if you even ingest any. You've Come done. on, you guys are joking, right? You've done three shots. I asked you off air, you said it was safe. Do one more of the citrus... Do the sit-ups during it, and then I'll give you... And then I'll give <laughs> All right, here's the actual quote off of it. Do not swallow. In case of ingestion, uh, seek professional assistance or contact Poison Control Center oh, come immediately. come on, you're kidding me, right? Here, read it right here. Dude, come here. seriously. Come here. Some, somebody get a hold of Poison Control and ask them what happened. What's wrong? What does it say, Corolla? It says, do not swallow. Why'd you swallow it? In case of indigestion, <laughs> Not indigestion. seek professional help. It's indigestion. It says that. And you're not joking. Not at all. It's not funny, man. One shot. Dude, no way. You guys are sick. I'm going to die. Hold on. Hold on. It's not funny. Hold on. Hold on. One more shot. No way. Finish off. One more for the road. Are you kidding me? One more of the regular Listerine. Just not kill off the I guess I've gone this far, right? Yeah. You're already in the box. Are you going to do the sit-ups? What more do you want, man? You're asking a little too much now. I'm going to die now. I'm serious. I'm confused. I got a buzz going on. My stomach hurts. You show me And you just grabbed my ass for some reason. <laughs> Did you really grab his ass? My hand slipped. <laughs> All right, do it. How much more is left? Dude, I'm, I seriously don't want to die, man. I Really? We're not on next week. We can find somebody to take over your place. I think Sid will be in after that. Dude, are you kidding me? Either you want to do it or you're not. Well, I guess so. Oh, my God. Hello? Yeah, I just got off the phone with Poison Control. Uh-huh. And they said uh, he might experience some severe gastrointestinal problems, uh, vomiting, but uh, three mouthfuls or so uh, should be okay. All right, call him back and ask him about four. Do this one. Well, they said if they drink a bottle, they, start, they, they said worry if you start drinking bottles. Okay, then you're fine. You can close. Do, dude, look, I, I taste half the bottle in one shot. You have, you have, and it's not like it's the big bottle, The dude. big bottle's halfway done. No, it's not like it's the big bottle. This is the one you get at 7-Eleven. Oh, that's not good, dude. I'm serious. This, this, is not cure, good. this will cure any STDs he has. Yeah, look this at this. Good, man. This is not good at all. Yeah, he's I'm gotta... serious. I'm serious, man. Come on, drink this one. Dude, it'll be the whole bottle and I'll die. Chug, 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 chug. Yeah! Slam the bottle down. 
One more time. No, wait. He didn't finish it all. Oh, come on. Finish it. Drink, 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 finish it. Drink, drink, drink. Chug, 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 chug. Yeah. Yeah, Corolla. And a baby. Gotta love that Mason education. Look at that. Look at you did at Mason. You learned something good over at Mason. Why are you wasted? Don't you know your limit? You have to know your limit when you're going to drink. He's going to need some mouthwash now. Yeah, get him the citrus. That was projectile. I think I got someone. I hate people who don't know their limit when they drink. There's nothing worse than somebody that... Takes that extra shot. Oh, it's all minty in here again. Came back up. <laughs> I'm gonna die, man. <laughs> Sounds like a Vietnam Just movie. Die, I'm dude. gonna die, man. I'm sorry, brother. Who's that? <laughs> <laughs> Poison control. Hello? Yeah, I just, uh, I just wanted to tell Corolla. Um, I was just trying to comfort him and make him feel better. Um, reality, Poison Control said half a bottle is toxic, and he might be dead in two to three hours. Shut the hell up. Get the hell out of here. Get the hell out of here. Are you kidding me? You guys are going to be killed in two, three hours. I, that's something like eight. No way. I, I can't. Ah. I just hate the fact you threw up, man. See, I'm not out. too happy about it either. There's nothing worse. No, my breath still does smell good. <laughs> I think you should wash everything now at this Wait, time. man. I'm serious, man. My stomach's pounding. <laughs> I'm not going to lie to you. How about this? Chair shot. I got an odd buzz. What kind of boat are you seeing? You seeing anything right now? Dude, I'm scared now. Honest to God. I'm freaking now, out. It's not supposed to get you paranoid. I don't want to die. Oh. Hello? A uh, feeling lightheaded is the first symptom that he's overdosed. First symptom of what? Death. Death. Where did he go? <laughs> Where is he? Uh, next day, you got to watch out for stomach cramping. Are you having any cramps yet? Yeah, I just threw up, man. Okay, then uh, death is imminent. Shut up. Shut the hell up. You're screwing with me. I mean, I'm not a bright kid, but I mean, I'm not no. going to die in two hours. <laughs> Three. Three. Yourself. Three hours. Yeah. It was nice knowing you, Crow. No, seriously, come on. Hey, let's hear it for the final stunt. Yeah. Woo! Hey! Final appearance. We'll see you guys in two weeks. Corolla will be six feet under. We'll remember Corolla. Remembering Corolla. How funny, man. Two weeks from tonight. And also, to the chick from Porn Buddy. Oh, you're not going to be around for that one. Dude. And you're going to die a virgin. If you don't have sex in the next three hours, you're going to die a virgin. Where's Clementine? <laughs> I'm doing, man. This is all I got. Hold on a second. Trey, you're in the hideout on JFK. What's happening? I lost a buddy to uh, Listerine a couple years ago. Listerine OD. He drank about a half a bottle. Holy about lightheadedness for a while. I don't know, man. Did he throw up? Are you like, screwing with me, dude? Did he throw up at some point? Yeah, he threw up a couple times, but then it, you know, he just... It was already about, soaked in. Right. Yeah, exactly. So he said he felt a little drunk, but then he just died. Did he go... Oh, come on, dude. Shut the hell up. Hey, Trey, we really feel bad for your friend. Yeah. Man. Yeah. It's, it's tough losing a dude, buddy to a listerine. No, this is not good, man. Why would you... Why are you so calm? Hello? I'm a human being, for God's sake. We, we didn't drink the listerine. Hold on, hold on. Say hello. Like, Corolla wants to, like, get it on. <laughs> yes. He wants some Asian dumpling. All right. Dude, I'm a human being. Show some sympathy. <laughs> <laughs>
Human beings do not drink Listerine, you animal. You guys made me. Seriously, this is not funny, guys. Everybody else will see you in two weeks. Everybody say goodbye to Corolla. Kidding me. Bye, Corolla. No, seriously. Bye, Corolla. Good to see you. Wow, six, 12 semesters at Mason, and you uh, you still won't graduate. I'll see you, I'll see you at the wake. <laughs> Think they give me an honorary degree? No. Why? You're not Bill Cosby. Look at how you died. You died like an idiot. Seriously, I'm pissed. We'll see you guys in two weeks. Uh, RadioHideout.com. It's the Hideout 106.7 WJFK. Don't be ashamed to entertain listening to the Hideout. Think for yourself and question authority. We out, bitch. 5,000. 5,000. I'm the devil, ah! I'm the devil, ah! I'm the devil, ah! Hi, this is Troy Aikman. Hey, you're tuning in to the hideout with Hefe and J Dub. This is Fred Smooth, Washington Redskins. I be smacking my hoes. Everyone knows it goes. Kick him to the floor, step on them hard, step on them hard, kick him to the floor, cause I I be smacking my hoes. I be smacking my hoes. I be smacking my hoes. Not interested. Five thousand. I five thousand.